welcome to the 8-Bit Cat Show, the hipsterest place on the internet. We're going to geek out over some nerdy things we love with some cats. Our first segment, as always, is Clowder Club. Um, since we were off for the last two weeks due to a bunch of us moving around and everything, we're going to cover Star Trek Lower Decks episodes 5 through 7, as well as, as Marvel What Ifs episode 5 through 7. Um, so... Speaking of cats, one's trying to get in my lap right now. That's sexy. I think we should acknowledge the fact that we are in a completely different space than we are normally in our episodes. Yep. Uh, we're not going to tell you our address, but we did move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're located... <laughs> no, 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 no. Shut your face. <laughs> Bailey has joined the podcast. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, as you guys can tell, we're missing uh, one of our cohorts here. Uh, but luckily... Uh, we actually have it on a phone, and we did a little jerry rigging and got it all together. And we'll probably put the picture here. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Oh, here. Yeah, yeah that'll work. Uh, right. so, uh, we're, we're, we did just move, so uh, we're doing this without internet tonight. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, I think you should bleep this out. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> something there. Uh, but as always, I am your host, Stephanie Katz. This is Bailey. She has joined us this evening. We've got Peter on the phone. Say hi, Peter. I'm here. You're supposed to say hi, Peter. Gosh, hi, Peter, or I'm here. What? Yeah, we know you're here. God, this guy. <laughs> Zach. Hi, I'm Zach. Tom. Hi, oh. <laughs> Yay! All right, so let's dive into some Star Trek. Lower, Peter, lower decks, not though. Peter. Tom. I'm all confused. <laughs> I still haven't watched it, not once. And so I'm still uh, picking up where you guys left off, which was after they came back from that planet of the z- and the zombie angry people did whatever they were doing on the ship. And then that was they like came episode back. two. We're on episode that, five, sir. Was that was episode one. Was yeah, episode was five the, the one where she basically like came to terms with her mom after she did some random That was crap. episode four, so oh, you're damn, getting there. Man, I'm getting there. Episode four was where we left off. You are correct. Yeah. Oh, okay, there so now go. we're on episode five. Okay, got yeah. it. So, okay, so it was after the, the lazy lady got back with her mom. It was okay. Got yeah, it. so episode five has Mariner suspicious of Boimler's new girlfriend. That's her name. Mar- Mariner's while, her name. That's her name. While Tendi and Rutherford grow jealous of the bigger starship's gear. What was so, the bigger starship's name? It's a great question. Peter, what was that starship name? I'm sorry, what happened? The, 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 the main one? God, this episode's No, no, no not the USS Cerritos. In episode five, when the, they go to that other starship and they've got like the T-80 or whatever what was when the name of that starship isn't it the titan yeah that sounds right thank you so it's a bigger starship it was nicer yeah, yeah it's like it's the a- biggest newest one in the fleet uh, and the cerritos is still like the piece of shit Five. it's the same oh, class as the enterprise so it's little, it. little man syndrome yeah it's, a, it's the same class starship as the enterprise yeah so the episode starts off where um Boimler's talking about how oh when they meet up with the titan he's gonna get to see his girlfriend and mariner's like Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Bullshit. Um, so He's totally, yeah, like totally giving him shit because Boimler doesn't have a girlfriend. She's like make-believe, right? So He's totally then, getting catfished for sure. For sure. And then Tendi and Rutherford are nerding out because they're like, oh my God, we're going to go like see all their like really cool stuff and we're going to get to play with it. Much better equipment, yeah. So sure. they get to the ship. 
And Boimler's like looking around, like, oh, where is she? Where is she? Like, Manor's like, Pussy, you're called out. And then, like, this, because, like, Boimler's like a four, and this, like, 12 walks out. And, like, he's like, oh. I didn't realize you were attracted to women, let alone cartoon women. All right. (laughs) Called her a 12. Shit, I just moved the thing. Oh, you just moved the thing? God damn it. Sorry, I'm trying to pet the cat. She's being good. Oh, no, it's the Vancouver. Oh, the Vancouver. We weren't even right. Not even close. The Titan. Man, no. What were you guys watching? I don't know. Um, the Titan. Oh, I. No, my bad. The Titan's a different ship that shows up later. That's just <laughs> <laughs> good spoiler. Damn it, Peter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Mariners all like, what the fuck? This girl is real. Like how? So she spends the entire episode trying to prove that she's some sort of like shapeshifter or parasite or something because there's no way that this girl is interested in Boimler. There's just no way. Hmm. It's like, no. Not possible. <laughs> right. Supposedly. So, um, she's like scanning her and like, and then, um, scanning her. Like you, like a tricorder, like trying to scan her, trying to like see if she's Some got like shit. a, she's like, Oh, it's a definitely a parasite. It's oh, she's an alien. Parasite. She's a, She's an android. Damn it, her fucking boobs are like 34 Bs. Fuck. And then <laughs> she gets much. in Boimler's head, and so Boimler starts acting like super, super weird, trying to be a cool kid. Um, and he he goes to the replicator and like replicates himself an outfit, um, like which is just a cl- conglomeration. Conglomeration? Yeah, I had a real trouble with that word. Um, of like all this different stuff. So it's got like... Um, some Back to the Future stuff on it. It's got. Oh, he's wearing a leather, leather jacket for sure. Yeah, like it he's got is, like a visor thing, like fancy sunglasses. He's like he's like uh, re- replicator, uh, replicate all the coolest uh, outfits from like, the twentieth century. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, oh, it's all ridiculous. Um, and then he's, kind of and then he's like you know trying to act like a fool, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, stop. And she only likes him because he's a nerdy little weirdo. It's like what she's into, and it's kind of funny. Right. So, um, and then he, like, interrupts, like, she's giving this briefing, um, security briefing, because they're, they're supposed to be doing, like, a diplomatic mission or some crap. And um, Or some crap. Or some crap. I never remember what the missions are, because, like, they're always such a minuscule part of what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong, Peter? No, you're not wrong. I mean... Typically, the missions, they were kind of designed that way since it's supposed to be the second contact crew. They're, they're getting, like, the shit missions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're definitely the shit missions. So, um, he, like, interrupts that. She's like, you need to go. Um, and so then they end up, um, like, on this platform thing, and it's just Boimler and her, and he thinks he's going to get his on. He does. And Mariner's like, no, I have to save Boimler. Like, he's about to get eaten by a parasite. Um, so she, like, makes it to this platform thing and, uh, like, barges in. And he's, like, practically naked. Or is he naked? He might actually he's be He's 100% naked. naked. And um, I remember the mission. <laughs> they're uh, they're going to they're gonna blow up a moon because it's going to degrade. It's degrading its orbit. It's going to kill everybody on the planet. Uh, but... None of the people that actually live on the moon or on the planet can agree whether or not they should destroy this planet. But it turns out it's only this um, super rich dude and his wife. It's like, instead of buying an island, he bought, bought a planet. Yeah. A moon. It's a moon. It's just a moon. Yeah. 
So, um, but yeah, so she barges and he's like, oh my God, what are you doing? And you know, like, oh, I'm naked. Oh. Um, and then the girl comes in and like her and her and Mariner like kind of go at it. They and have a fight. Boimler gets knocked out. And so they're like having this whole knockout duel or whatever. And then finally they just sit down and they just like start talking and swapping like stupid Boimler stories, like dumb shit he's done. Um, <laughs> Uh, and uh, she's like, you know, why Why didn't you just, like, come up and ask me? And I would have just let you, like, and we could have solved this whole thing. And she's like, oh, okay. So she, like, scans her, like, and they're like, okay, no parasites detected. And then it, like, moves, and it's like, parasite detected. And it turns out that the parasite was on Boimler the whole time. And the way it works is it's, in order for it to, like, continue its species, is it attaches itself to a host and then releases pheromones to attract a mate, so ah. she didn't really like him at all. It was just the parasite. Ouch. That's some. Oh, no, she did, in fact, like him. She liked him before the parasite, actually. That's at the end of the episode, too. She actually liked him before the parasite. Oh, really? But no, I she th- has I to focus on I, her career. I thought it was unclear whether or not. I, I, I don't know. I kind of got the feeling like she just told him that so that it wouldn't like hurt his feelings as much. No, but I don't think so. Anyway. So in the meantime, while all that is going on, like I said, Tenny and Rutherford were, like, nerding out about the equipment on the ship, right? And they meet up with, like, the head security officer dude. I don't fucking remember what he was. Um, But he's like, all right, I'm going to give each of you this super fancy T-80. And he's got, like, a whole wall of them. And they're, like, it's kind of one of those things where they're not not even even out yet. But Mm -hmm. somehow this ship has them. And so, and he's like, all right, and which whatever one of you finished doing all of this scanning first, I'm going to let you keep it. And they're like, oh my God, right? So they're running around trying to scan all these things and like making a huge competition with each other and like starting to really tear each other down. So it comes to the end and turns out they tied. So the guy was like, okay, cool. You, you both get to keep them. Oh, here's your transfer paper. And they were like, "Oh, we thought you, you we thought you meant like we'd be able to take him back to the ship." And he's like, "Oh, no, no, like keep them like I'm going to transfer you here to the ship." Um and what he was really trying to do is he wanted to get off of that ship because he was like wanted to go back to just being like in the background, dude. Mr. Kitty, what are you doing? Basically, Dawson the chief engineer who wanted to do all this. Yes. Super doesn't like being on a ship that actually sees a bunch of action because it's dangerous and scary. Yeah, he, he wants to transfer himself and get them. He's going to switch them and go, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, because he's basically a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. So they end up. Did they did they break the pad? How did they end up getting him to not do it? I don't remember. Um, I uh, his uh, Rutherford is a cyborg, so he has an implant and recorded the entire, entire conversation. Oh, right, right. He, and he incriminates goes, him. Oh, what if I could just uh, send this to the admiral? And he's like, okay, no, 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 you can guys, you can guys keep those. And they both steal a bunch. So, yeah, it's really uh, funny. And then episode six, uh, the lovable but awkward Ensign Fletcher makes work difficult for Mariner and Boimler. Rutherford introduces Tending to a holodeck training program that he created it's the description from imdb yeah um (laughs) so there's this dude ensign fletcher and he's basically like the 
super nice, awkward, but like super fuck up guy. Like. Oh yeah, Fletcher. <laughs> so um, he, like he's like super nice and um, he offers, there's this like fancy event going on. Um, is the choo-choo, choo-choo dance? Choo-choo? Yeah, it's, a, it's a concert they want to go to. <laughs> the choo-choo dance. Yeah. Choo-choo, no, it's something choo-choo something. Choo-choo, it's not choo-choo train. No, it's not. But yeah, so they really want to go to this, and Fletcher's like, oh, okay, guys, don't worry. Like, you go, I'll stay here, and I'll finish up all this stuff. But, like, he also really screws stuff up real bad. So, well, uh, he gets really tired um, and starts kind of like... Peter sent a picture for us. <laughs> she, Mariner had shirts made up. They're great. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so they come back, and Fletcher's, like, knocked the fuck out. And they're like, oh, God, what happened? And he's like, oh, no, I don't know. Like, oh, God, someone stole, stole a core. Like, And they're like, oh, we have to find this, because if something goes like wrong like they're gonna notice really quick because this controls important shit like shields and stuff right so then they're like oh it had to be delta crew so they go to like like fourth shift basically um so they go confront them and they're like arguing and then delta crew's like bro wait weren't you at a choo-choo dance like uh we were right behind you like freaking out like didn't you see when she did the thing and then it was the third choo-choo-choo and they're like oh shit and then Fletcher's like, oh, well, duh, I was, it was alien, attacked by alien. Um, so then they, like, go back to their quarters, and they're like, fuck it, we're just going to go to bed, we'll figure it out later. And something falls out of his, like, um, rack. Bunk, yeah. Um, I think it's rack, yeah. I was like, I couldn't think of the word. Rack. Um, and they're like, Fletcher, that's the fucking core. Like, what are you doing? We need to go put this back, like, right away. And then it starts doing weird shit. And they're like, Fletcher, what the fuck did you do? And he thought that if he, because he has like a weird helmet thing. And he was like, oh, if I put the helmet on me and plug it into the core, then. It would make him super smart. And then he could yeah. fix it. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> it did not work. No, it doesn't go like that. Huh. Yep, real bad backfire. <laughs> and so while this is going on, um. They have they have to the they're having a standoff like the Cerritos is having a standoff against a scavenger ship because there was they found this um, like hundred year old uh, Federation wreckage and the scavengers are like no like it's been a hundred years like this is ours we found it's, it finders keepers um, it's got Federation logo on it though and like this, this Federation is Federation property. property so they're like in this standoff thing and the main security officer on the Cerritos is like let's just blow them up. Um, she's like, no, we have to be diplomatic. Like, we're going to get through this. Like, it's fine. Um, and so, like, they're going to have to do a spacewalk to get all this stuff once the, the standoff is complete. Um, and they, like, figure everything out. Um, so, Intendi's freaking out because she actually never did a spacewalk. Like, she kind of skipped that part in her training. She never passed her spacewalk training, no. Nice. So Rutherford is like, oh, well, I created this really cool holodeck training. Like, we can go, and um, I'll show you how to do a spacewalk. It's totally fine. So they go to the holodeck, and while they're in the holodeck, Fletcher's monster thing. It's an out-of-control AI. 
Yeah, and it's, it starts it's just imprinting sucking. his brain in there, and it starts incorporating all the technology it can and becoming more powerful and angry. It keeps fucking up the ship. So guess what happens? Safety protocols on the uh, holodeck go down. Pretty standard Star Trek fare. Yeah. But his training program is involved. Uh, he's got Badgie, which, yeah, is, an badgie. An, which is an anthropomorphized uh, Star, Star Trek, Trek logo. bag logo. Badge. Yeah. It's, it, it's Badgie. Yeah. It's just like Microsoft's Clippy. He's like, oh, I see you want to do training. Can I help you with that? Yeah. And it's voiced by Jack McBrayer, so it's even better. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so the safety protocols disengage. And uh, Badgie decides he wants to kill them. He's got a little too much. Uh, he's 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 a little too self-aware. Yeah. So he just starts ripping the limbs off of uh, all the uh, in, all the holographic people in there, trying to go after them to murder them. He's like, I'm gonna rip your entrails out and eat them. Oh, it's super fucked up the whole time. It's, oh yeah. Honestly, it, it goes almost past funny at some points, and you're like, wait a second. And it goes back so far that it's funny again. And meanwhile, the scavengers are like, oh, well, you know what? We don't actually have to fire on the ship because if we fire on the Cerritos, then it's going to be all. But you know what we can do? They start tractor beaming in shit and th- basically throwing it at the, sh- at the Cerritos. Because um, they don't have any weapons. They're, a, they're just, a, they're just a, a scavenger ship. They don't actually have any weapons. And the shields start failing because the monster thing is like... Taking all the power and shit. Yeah. So everything starts going haywire. Everyone, the Cerritos is about to die just because these asshole scavengers are just throwing space garbage at them. <laughs> and then, how do, I don't remember, so how did they fix it? How they fixed it was they then shove the, they somehow are able to actually shove the oh, oh, yeah, uh, giant they, AI thing into an airlock. And it attached and it, to the uh, scavenger ship. Yeah, so then it freaks out. Their, their ship starts blowing up and destroying and stuff like that. So then they finally get the Go ahead to just blow it up. And then they decide that they're going to give Fletcher the credit. Be like, oh, yeah, it's totally Fletcher's idea to do that. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, Fletcher, you've been promoted. So we're going to send you to this other ship. Enjoy your promotion. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, thank God. And finally get rid of that guy. And then he immediately, like, there's like, the, it's almost a post-credit scene. He calls, he's calling him back. And he's like, hey, guys. Uh, thanks for getting me. Uh, thanks for getting me promoted. I already got fired. <laughs> uh, I've been transferred back to Earth now. Uh, and like, oh uh, no, sorry, you're breaking up. Oh no, <laughs> bleep. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck you, Fletcher. Uh. And then episode seven, um, Mariner tries to impress her best friend from the Starfleet Academy, who is now a, who's now a captain. Um, and Boimler is sent to Starfleet Medical after a transport accident. <laughs> Puts him out of phase. What the fuck was that? You good, Peter? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. You, like, you like rapping over there? <laughs> no, my phone almost fell. I don't want to fuck with my phone. Um, <laughs> so, so, we have a client. Uh, her name is Valkyrie, and she loves to play with charging cables. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> so she keeps going after my phone's charger. Oh. And it's not helping the situation. <laughs> Send me a picture of her. I'm going to put her right here. Wait, where? All right. There. There? No, right here. Oh, okay. That makes no, more no, sense. No, 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 up there. Yep, there's fine. Yeah. That makes more sense. Um, derp. So, yeah. So, her fr- super best friend from Starfleet Ca- Academy is now a, a captain. And there, the captain of the Cerritos has to go on this, like, super secret mission to do whatever the fuck. I don't even know. Um, so, they're off. So, she's, like... Whatever a, the fuck, I don't even know. I don't remember. <laughs> 
I was prepared for this like two weeks ago, guys. Like, so I remember this episode, and everybody who's watching, here's a spoiler. I don't remember. Don't even fucking know. <laughs> Peter, when was the last time you watched this episode? The episode seven of Lower Decks. Yeah. Oh God, it was six or seven months ago. So yeah, <laughs> there, take that. <laughs> but um. So what? What was the? What did they do, Peter? What were they for? What are the, the the secret mission for? Yeah. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> it didn't really matter what the mission for her was for. It was just an explanation for why she wasn't on the ship. And they had uh, Mariner's old uh, classmate there. Yeah, so... Um, brain. My brain died. My okay. brain died. You don't even fucking know. Okay, so they're all like, um, <laughs> oh my god, visiting Captain. You know, it's basically just like a bunch of babysitting duty. It's like super stupid, like, uh, whatever. Um, but then it turns out, you know, it's her friend and she's like, oh my God. Her friend's like, oh my God. They're like freaking out, right? So they, they did this and then they did that. Oh, sorry. My hair is, my hair is annoying. Like one did this and then one did this. Yeah. So yeah. So they did two different actions when they greeted each other. Yeah, they no, have, this they is, have that was me just fucking because this is annoying. I don't, oh, okay. I don't know. Basically the whole point of the episode is that. Mariner's excited because it's going to be a substitute captain, and it's just like when you had a substitute teacher in middle school. Yeah. Like, ooh, either we try, and, either we get to do nothing, or we get to try and make them cry. This is going to be a great day. But then it's her friend. But then it's her friend, and she's yeah. like, "Oh shit." Yeah. So her friend makes her her number two. Oh, nice. Number two. <laughs> make it um, so. So they have to go on this um, mission to unblock some. Uh, water source for this people on this planet. Um, and like Mariner's kind of fucking up. Like a lot. Like, like bad. Pretty terrible. Isn't that like her thing though? No. Like, no, no, she, like, no like, she's the most competent one. She's generally actually the most competent one. She's just lazy and doesn't care. Yeah, like not fucking off. Like fucking up. Like oh. Oh, I left the tricorders up on the Cerritos. Oh, no. Like, because she's just fucking around with her friend kind of thing? No. She, like, like well, well, how they play it is that it, it seems very serious. But what the, I guess, the reveal is at the end is that she was fucking up on purpose because, because she knew that her friend wanted her to basically get promoted. get promoted to be a captain, too. And she's like, I don't fucking want to do that. <laughs> so they finally have to, like, get together and actually fix something. And so she's like, so she immediately like kicks into, okay, I'm a fucking badass. I'm gonna fix well, all this so shit. Well, so what happened mode. was, is after they fucked up the water thing, something goes terribly wrong, and oh, they had found that abandoned ship. There was an abandoned ship, and they're like, oh, that's weird. Where where are all the the people? So they get on the ship has like no power, no anything, getting some serious like alien vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all like hiding in this one area. And so Mariner and her friend had went to find the crew while she left the other three people that were in the away team, part, part of like the captains, it was like her people. They're in trying to get the ship back online. And when they get into this room and find the people, the lady's like, oh no, don't, don't turn anything on. Like you don't understand, it's gonna come back. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what? Ah. And of course, then the the away team people get the shit turned on, and then it's like this energy sucking monster thing. Uh, like, 
and then that's when when everything starts going horribly awry that's when mariners like kicks and is super badass because she's like we got to get the fuck out of here like this is this isn't like oh yeah you just need to turn the wrench to turn the water source back on like no like this is fucking serious shit so so she, they fix everything <laughs> while they're doing all that um boimler boimler wants to impress the new captain right mm-hmm. or the visiting captain because he's like, I promoted Starfleet, yeah. So he goes to Rutherford, who's been playing with this this transporter thing. Transporter. Um, it's not a transporter thing. It's just transporter. a transporter. He's trying to get the, the trans transport time like down. So that instead of taking like five seconds, it only takes two point five seconds. Um, and he's and he, Boimler comes in and he's like, Oh, Boimler, help me test this out. And I'm like, okay. Um, so Boimler like gets in, and he goes. They test it out. It works perfect. Perfect. Even faster than it normally is. Right. It's amazing. So then, so they try Boimler, again. Do it even yeah. faster. And he gets like, and he like gets all phased. He's so out he's, of phase. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like this blue glowing thing, and but the first like, no, I'm pretty sure that's it's just um, cosmetic. Like it'll go away. And he's also making like that. This the really loud, noise. annoying. The whole time. Like, super loud. Now, meanwhile, in between, I guess it was in between six and seven, Tendi made a dog. Like, she got a bunch of DNA and just, like, made a dog. And was like, but but she's also an alien and has no idea what a dog actually is. So she's like, oh no, it's just a normal dog. And its name is Dog. They're like, you named the dog Dog? No, no. She named it the dog. The dog. It's it's a dog named the dog. Um, so then she like walks away, and every time they're alone with this thing, like it does weird shit. Like its head goes all exorcist, and it, like walks on the walls, or like it starts making like weird fucking noises, or it shape shifts into something. But every time Tendi's around, it doesn't do that. And they're like, "Bro, what the fuck?" It, real thing vibes, like like literally like a mouth comes out of its back, kind of stuff like that. Oh, it's super. It, so. It's great. Boimler goes to sick bay because he's you know all out of phasey, and um or no he first he he tries to report to duty and like goes on the bridge and he's like do 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 just ignore me everything's fine I'm here and they're like and just in the background Bee. you got it you gotta go bro go to sick bay so he goes to sick bay and Tendy's there with the dog um and he's there and and um, Rutherford found out how to at least make the noise go away. He's like, oh, I know how to fix it. And he does it, and he goes, the noise just goes away. He's completely still fucked up. And they're like, well, you didn't fix me. And he goes, yeah, but the noise went away. (laughs) So they have to call um, the, like... The farm. The farm. And it's basically, like, where they take the medical enigmas um, to try and get them better. Um, So Boimler and the dog have to go. And they get picked up on this, like, super creepy, like... Almost looks like a Klingon. Uh, they get fucking warbird. picked up by like fucking this Plocoon looking dude. He does look like Plocoon. I didn't even think about that. That was the first thing that I went through my head. I was like, "That's fucking Plocoon. Sup, dude?" He does kind of look like Plocoon, but yeah, like super creepy ship is like red. All it's all blacked out on the outside, and it's all like red lighting on the inside. And the dude's like super creepy. He's sitting there going, he's "Like, yes, welcome to the farm. <laughs> we'll have you to the farm shortly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. welcome in." He's, so, yeah, he's, he looks Vircoon, like... Yeah, Vircoon, in. Yeah. You're wanting to get cured. He, sure. talked, he looks like Plo Koon and talks like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. 
welcome. Yeah, no. So and the and the whole ship is just full of freaks. The Star Star Trek freaks. Like there's 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 some great there's some great callback references to like other Star Trek episodes. Like they've got the guy, uh, they got like one of the guys like in the in the box where it like beeps and stuff like that. So like because he can't actually talk. <laughs> so they got like a bunch of the different things. Like all the all the things you've ever seen go wrong in Star Trek. You're like, whatever happened to that guy? Well, apparently he's been on this ship the entire time. Um, but they start freaking out because they're like, no, like they're not actually trying to fix us. Like, you know. We're just going to be on this ship forever. Forever. They, they're just trying to get rid of us. Let's get like sent away to die. <laughs> so they decide they're going to mutiny. But Boimler, being fucking Boimler, is like, oh, no, this is not good. So he goes to Plocoon motherfucker. And, and rats them all out. And rats them all out. And and really, he's it's not like he's trying to like be a tattletale. He's just like this is like bad. Like no, like the farm is a place. Like we're gonna be fine. Like ah, I gotta fix this. So Placoon motherfucker, um, I don't know. I don't remember his name. So he's gonna be Placoon motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know if we need the motherfucker every time. You but, need the uh, motherfucker every time. He just looks like an orange alien with a third arm. <laughs> really, I think he gives me Placoon vibes. Anyway, so Placoon motherfucker goes down and he's all like, you think you're going to mutiny? And like chews them all out and like is like, you're all going to be in solitary confinement. And he's like, oh, and Boimler ratted you out. But he was like, what the fuck? Um, Wait, what? Why would you reveal that? You can't do that. He did it. Um, but then it turns out that the farm is real. And it's, like, super nice. It's, like, Maui on steroids. Like, they they, they finally, like, land. And, like, because the, the captain of the, the farm ship is literally, like, going around. He's got a guns in his hand. He's going to start shooting everybody and taking them all. He's like, you can't mutiny. I'll take you all out. <laughs> because they've, been, they've all been on the ship for, like, three years. Yeah, wow. He's like, oh, it just takes a while we gotta go pick everybody up you gotta you gotta make it the rounds before we can get back to the farm they finally like land on the farm the door opens up and everybody's like oh it's sunny oh. it's bright there's people drinking mai tais everywhere oh there's a pool it's a resort it's the most beautiful thing i've yeah, ever seen yeah and you there's like massage and like all kinds of cool cool shit and like right as boiler's like oh my god this is gonna be fantastic and he's going getting ready to these two girls walk up and they're gonna take him to get like massage Comes he, back in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, "All right, well, you can go now." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, no, uh, you're not. Uh, you're not actually a freak. So you actually have to. You have to go back to yeah. report to duty now." And then the dog, food. like, um, you know, Teddy's like, "Goodbye, the dog. Like, you've been a good dog, and I'm gonna miss you." And the dog like goes to fly off, and she's like, "I know, Tendy, I love you, and I was just trying to be the best." And then he's like, "Oh." The dog starts talking, like, yeah. legitimately starts <laughs> sure. talking, and they're like. You know dogs can't. Wait, no, no, they all tell telling you, like, did you know the dogs could talk? She goes, yeah, of course. And you knew it could fly? Yeah. And all the other weird stuff? Yeah, it's a dog. It's supposed to do that. And they're like, no. Do you, do you, do you, do you never, what are you talking about? That's not what a dog does. She goes, well, I never had a dog. <laughs> I didn't know. So then they get back to the ship. Everything's, you know, all, all settled. Uh, her friend's going back to her ship and go do her thing and you know they're like oh we'll stay in touch but you know you do your thing you do you, you do you boo it's all good and um this girl comes and she has like an actual real dog so tendy walks up to it and she's like oh hey what's your name like trying to talk to it like the dog and it licks her and she's like oh 
And they're like, yeah, that's what dogs, dogs do. do. That's a and dog. She, and she's like, that's disgusting. <laughs> and that's where it ended. Huh. Honestly, it's a pretty solid show overall. You actually should watch it, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds interesting. It's going to be my question. Now that you've gotten a few more episodes in, Stephanie, do you still hate Lower Decks? I never hated it. Oh, you liar. I was just bored at the beginning. Wait, yeah, now I'm I'm starting to get more into it. And I saw that one of the upcoming episodes has um, one of my favorite Star Trek. I I don't know if he's going to be in it or it was just a reference to him. But it's um, uh, the... uh, One of your favorites. Oh, yeah. Tom, his last name, I forget. (laughs) Valkyrie, bye. (laughs) What? No, none of us know. I know, I know. It's fine. I just heard Tom, and I was like, "What about me?" Yeah, isn't it? I I'm forget. I don't remember what his last name, but it's Major Tom. Tom. It's Tom something. Ground Tom something. Help me, Major Peter. Tom. Help me. I don't. I, I don't are you, you talking about Tom Paris? Yes. Thank you. I love Tom Paris. Paris is my fucking dude, yo. I don't know Tom Paris. Who's Tom Paris? Were you uh, a Voyager fan? No, fuck Voyager. Well, that's why you don't know who Tom Paris is. Janeway's okay, but fuck the rest of Voyager. Ground control to Major Tom. I think we, I think we had to <laughs> get this episode now. Um, uh, we got to copyright that. I mean, I was just scrolling through, so I don't know when it shows up, but I know it shows up eventually, and it made me happy. So, moving on from one franchise to another franchise, we had to kind of scoop two Clouder Cubs together. 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 We had to get them together. 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 That's going to be super loud. That's what brings us together. Everybody's going to listen to that. All of a sudden, it's going to be like, wav. Wav. Blow on everybody's ears. Wav. So, um, before well, before we move on, any anything I missed? Anything anyone wants to mention from Star Trek? Uh, <laughs> solid deep cut references to Star Trek, as always. That's kind of the whole point of the show. But uh, I did get a lot of uh, Futurama vibes from uh, that last episode. I guess the much ado about Boimler. Uh, name it's of the much episode. Ado. That's much ado. Yeah, that's how you spell a do. Um, now I'm a little worried about your reading comprehension. Uh, I thought it was pronounced a do. Definitely much ado. I've only ever heard. I've only. I've only ever read that word. You have, you have, to, you have to say that immediately so you just sound pretentious, but also extremely intelligent. Come on. I've only ever. I've only ever read it. I've, I've only never ever read it. I've never yeah. actually. You ever seen the movie Much Ado About Nothing? You thought it was Much Ado About Nothing? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the like like the Shakespearean play. Much Ado About Nothing. Much Love. Ado About Nothing. <laughs> Do it. Um, All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break for a moment before we move on to the next one. We're all excited for the next episode for Lower Decks. Um, Next one, we do get to have Q as the character. Q's going to show up? Oh, fuck it. John Delancey voicing him. Who is? John Delancey. Oh, he is? Okay. We'll have to get Tom on Paramount Plus. Yeah, that's what I have to do. Share a password or something. I'll watch it. Yeah. Somebody uh, pay for my subscription, please. 
so um, I can watch these shows. We don't share passwords, Paramount Plus. We would never do that. That would, of course, be against yeah, your terms of service. would be terms of service. But if you support yeah. us on patreon.com slash 8bitcats, then Tom, Tom can afford, afford it. it. <laughs> <laughs> now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> hey, so the 8-Bit Cat Show is not just about cats. It's also about a bunch of nerdy shit that we're talking about all the time. So please support us on Patreon so that we can get an actual cat. Duke, buddy. We got cat issues over here, too. Now that we're back. <laughs> so, Marvel's What If, we got episode. Well, we didn't get. They've been out, but we watched five through seven. God damn it, Duke. Stay. <laughs> right before, uh, actually, the season finale will be coming out. Damn uh, it. The season, when we're recording this, the season finale of What If will be it's coming out, out tomorrow. It was on a Wednesday, I think. Oh, Peter, can you still hear us? Today's Tuesday. Peter. What's up? Okay, okay sorry. We had a cat. Peter, we had, up here we had, we had, shit. We had a catastrophe. No. Technical issues. No. No. Okay, so what if episodes five through seven? So episode no. five was uh, when the Avengers are affected by a zombie plague, surviving heroes search for a clue. Clue. It's Marvel Cure. Zombies. Marvel Zombies. So what if... Zombies. So basically, it starts up like um, right at the begin of uh, what would that be? Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. When um, did you? Are you caught up on what if? I haven't watched it at all. Cool. <laughs> God damn it, Tom! You just... <laughs> God damn it, Tom! Hey, look. You know what? When it really comes down to our show, I am the perfect audience for them and for you. I am them. They are me. <laughs> Well, we are I, all the same. You guys you convinced me to watch episodes. this stuff. No, I have not watched any of those ones. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, Are you just so, seeing the Beatles over there. <laughs> so it starts off with like the after walrus. Bruce Banner comes crashing down to Earth and he crashes into. Wait, sorry, Tom. You've seen Infinity War, right? The Marvel movie, the big one. It was in theaters. The one where the Hulk was running up to the uh, the horde or whatever it was. <laughs> no, I saw it. I'm just joking. I know that's a trailer. No, we're fucking around. Um, but yeah, so he cra- <laughs> he crashes into Doctor Strange's house or whatever, and then he's like, "Oh man, crap! We got it. I got it." That would be where the Sanctum Santorum. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's his house. He lives there, doesn't he? It's, it's like not, a mansion. It's not really his house, though. It's just he's I mean, kind of the caretaker. Isn't it like Infinite Two? It's like change no. It's just got like three different entrances that are all over the world. Yeah. But uh, the comic does make it like a million times worse. There's a bunch of doors and that just lead somewhere. We're never really quite sure where it's gonna go. It's got like three main entrances. <laughs> <laughs> the roof. The front door. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, so yeah. Anyway, Bruce Banner shows up, and there's nobody. So he. It's just KP. Cape doesn't have a name, so I'm the Cape you. does have a name. What's his name? But I don't remember the name. It'll, Peter, what's the Cape's name? It's the Cape of something. Oh, it's the Cloak of Levitation. Thank you, Cloak of Levitation. So it's got a name. It's just KP. So, no, it's Cloaky. Cloaky. It would be Cloaky. My bad. So, Cloaky. It would be Cloaky. He's pretty mischief. So, <laughs> Bruce, like, runs outside, and he's like, oh, God, I've missed it. Like, Thanos has already caught him and snapped everybody. And then, like, he sees this, like, fog. Um, 
Oh no! Like, the two alien dudes like drop down, right? And he's like, "Oh shit, no, it's Thanos starting." Is, uh, Thanos is henchman, mm-hmm. just like it would, but except except Tony Stark and and uh, Doctor Strange and Wong aren't there. It's just Bruce, huh. and he still can't turn into the Hulk. He's like, "Gringa, I need your help," and he's like, "No." The same scene. It's great, but except <laughs> nobody else is there. Bruce Banner is just literally in the middle Talking of an empty himself. street, and Squidward and. Uh, Kronk, whatever the fuck they guy's name. I don't know. Squidward. I still love him. He's still so, Squidward. He'll um, always be Squidward. Then this like fog comes and he sees like uh, like the shield and like the bam bam. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you guys are here. You made it. Yeah, we gotta stop those. And he's like, oh, okay guys, I think it's over, Clail. Because like shit's arms are flying and like blood is, it's like messy. It's like, oh, guys. Get this overkill, okay? Wait, I think, they're killing them. I think or? we got oh, it. They're literally ripping uh, these two dudes that, that that wiped the floor with them earlier. Yeah, literally ripping them apart, and like arms are flying off. And then he's like looking down, like literally, Iron Man is like, well, he's bent over a corpse. And he goes, ah, uh, this seems like a little bit of overkill here, guys. And then the fog clears, and there's zombies. There's zombies. zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the zombies. So then they try to start fucking up Bruce Banner. And then the other two henchmen of Thanos both come back because they're not zombified. And so they're using all their powers against Bruce. And Hulk's still going, no, fuck you, buddy. And then all of a sudden, a swarm of bugs, come, a swarm a swarm of like, wow, it almost, like, it almost looks like things. flies come in. And they start taking, they start eating all the dudes. And then like, they start getting lasered in the face because it's the wasp. Not Ant-Man, just the wasp. Huh. Hope Van Dyne, if I may. So, and then you find out that um, the, the way this, the infection started started was because um, it was basically like, what if when Hank Pym went to the quantum realm to find his wife, Janet, she had um, she, quantum, uh, quantum d- Basically quantum madness. Yeah. It deteriorated her brain, turned her, turned her into a, basically a zombie. Huh. But it still has traditional, like, Romero zombie rules, like, bit by slivy, destroy the head, remove the bra- or remove the, remove the head or destroy the brain. It works, everything like that. It's, it's sti- still same zombie rules. Well, they can see that, because madness and all of this yeah. stuff would be yeah. brain. So, so she, brain she attacked fever. him, and they ended Hank up coming, coming back, and Hope is like, oh my god, you guys made it, mom, mom, mom. And she, like, tries to rub the, like, uh, Condensation, condensation off the thing, and she can't really see. So she opens the hatch, and they jump out and they murder the fuck out of Scott. Um, Ant Man's super dead. Yeah. Super dead. Eat him like big time. Yeah. So um, wait, Peter. We haven't got that part yet. The, the only people that you find out are are not infected is you've got um, so Bruce Banner, Hope Van Dyne. Um, <laughs> Dine, not dime. Dine, um, fucking uh, Cloaky. Cloaky, <laughs> nice. Uh, Bucky. Bucky. Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. And then the, um, the lady from the Dora Ma- Marashi. Dora Milaje. Oh my god. Dora oh, What's her name? It's her... alive and Peter. What? Spider Man. Yeah. What, what's her name it's from the Dora Milaje? It's Ook. It starts with a U. I'm gonna be an asshole. I can't remember it. I can never, I can never remember how to pronounce it either. But Peter, and then, uh, then uh, Scott Lang's weird, uh, like, kind of Russian friend. I can't remember his name either. But like, 
It's just his, the criminal friend of his, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's his weird Russian friend. Not, not, uh, sadly, not Luis. <laughs> no. That would have been better. That would have been amazing. His recap of how the zombie virus yes. Oh, damn it. That would have been great. Uh, did, <laughs> did I miss recap. anybody? Uh, oh, and how, and Happy. Oh, and Happy. Happy I Hogan. said Happy, oh. but I'm not sure if I got it. Uh, the mic no, did I, not catch it. I only heard Spider-Man. Peter. Peter. No. Peter, Peter. Peter said Peter. Yes, Peter Parker. Um, yeah. Peter does. Not voiced by Tom Holland. He, he wears a lot of red, too, so. But yeah, so then they're like at. So basically, the way they stay safe is um, Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man's like super webbed up, like this whole network, and they have like basically a floating building in the middle of Manhattan that's just hanging out up there. And he shows. <laughs> It's great. He made a whole How to Survive the Zombie Apocalypse training video that he's trying to show Bruce. So did you watch Zombieland? Yes. Um, so you know it's basically that. Cardio. Yeah. Rule one, cardio. No, but it's not. But it's like how the rules to survive the uh, zombie apocalypse. And it's just them being nor- like the, as normal people. But he's like, uh, he makes... <laughs> what, what, is the, what is the shirt he makes happy wear? Oh, it's something... Oh, it was it was really cruel. Honestly, it was quite funny. But so um, they're in there and they're trying to, you know, Bruce is like, well, there's got to be a way to cure this. Like, and they're like, well, you know, we don't have any way to technology. And then they there's like, oh, a beacon, and it's basically like uh, sending out, hey, I have a cure. This these are the coordinates, and they're like, oh, well. Hey, that's where we need to go, and it's at Fort Fort something or another. <laughs> His shirt says, "I'm not single. I'm saving myself for Thor." You know, I never even noticed. <laughs> you didn't notice that? It's great. Oh no, all of all of Peter's. He's got a he's got like a, a likes and dislikes or skills thing under everybody too. And his is like driving, getting coffee, boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's the fort they have to go to, Peter? That's the one from Captain America, the original one. It's the yeah, one. I, it's the one that gets. It's the one that gets blown. It's the one in New Jersey. It's Fort. Um, yeah, but Happy is not happy because he's like, oh, he should go to Jersey. So. <laughs> not saying. Not saying anybody in Jersey is bleh. Promise. I'm from New Jersey. It's Camp Lee. Thank you. Um, no no, I blinked and I have ring light in my eye. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so they're like, damn it, we have to get to New Jersey. And apparently the only way they could get there was to go by train. And I'm kind of like, I feel like they'd be. Cause the, so they, she shrinks the van down. So they drive up to Grand Central Station and then it's like, ah, zombie face. And it's about to eat them, and she makes the van real big and explodes zombie dude's head. I'm like, why wouldn't you just drive all the way? Like, I feel like that would have maybe been. But anyway, so hordes making sure that there isn't a big horde following you. Yeah, but there's also they were this big. Well, also it would take forever. But yeah, why would they? And if you're tiny, that's instead of being a hundred miles. Well, well, what thirty miles or whatever. It's. 3,000 miles because yeah. you're the size so of an ant. So they go, they go into the, to Grand Central Station and um, the Dorma... Mara, Dorma Lager. 
I can't even say it. Um, but she's like, all right, um, you three go do this. The rest of us are going to do the perimeter. And Peter's like, no, haven't you ever seen? No, we need to stick together. Like, never split up. Like, this is a bad idea. Um, but, they, but the lady's like, no, it's fine. Like, I can handle some zombies. It'll be all right. So Russian dude, Banner, and Peter go down to try and start the train. Or no, and hope. And then the rest of them are kind of guarding the perimeter. And then, like, shit, you know. Goes wrong. Goes yeah. wrong. Uh, zombie Hawkeye shows up to shoot Sharon in the... Okoye. That's her name. Thank you. Figured it out. Proud of you. Kills Happy. Yeah, it's really sad. Happy's also got like one of he's got like one of Iron Man's tiny gloves. Like and he's just going blam blam blam. <laughs> he literally says blam every time he shoots it. Chad's like you're saying, and even when he goes to like turn zombie, he's still like, blah blah blah. It's really funny. So, so Sharon gets shot by Zombie Hawkeye in the shoulder. Turns her yeah. into a zombie. No, no, she gets pinned to the wall from his uh, oh, arrow. Nice. So Happy's coming to kill her and like literally like thing and she goes, I'm sorry, Happy. And takes his hand, turns around and blows his own head off with his own hand. Wow. Then takes his takes his gut takes the Iron Man hand off, puts it on her, rips it out of the wall, and she starts fucking speaking loud. Yeah, and then, and then Bucky Peter's out. trying to um slingshot the train. Slingshot the train because they just need to get it going. And there's like apparently, apparently it's got a manual transmission and they just need to get it they just need to get it rolling. So and then it's like there's like going. a horde of zombies you know. behind him. Um yeah. and he almost gets bit. Yeah. But spider sense. So, yeah. so happy happy dies in the train station and doesn't Russian guy die in the train station? Um, no, Russian guy definitely does not die in the train station. Russian guy definitely does not. Oh no, you're He right, has yeah, an yeah. amazing death later. You're right, you're right. Sorry. He does die, but he has an amazing death later. Sorry. Uh, no, but uh, so they get the train going. They get on the train. They're heading to Jersey, right? And they're uh, still not sticking together. Yeah, they're still kind of spread out throughout the train for some dumbass fucking reason. And then you hear thunk. Somebody's on top of the train. Right. Guess who's on top of the train? Who? Cap. Really? Captain America. So he kills shit. Like murders the fuck out of her. Rips, cuts her face off. Bites her face off. So Bucky... Because they hear, they all hear the scream. Yeah. So Bucky's the first one in. Um, and he goes, "Oh shit! Wish you hadn't done that, Cap. <laughs> now we gotta shoot you." So. Um, so he, he tries to shoot him, but he's got so a shield. So Captain Cap throws the shield. He catches it, and the way he. Just like he did in the Winter Soldier, he catches it, but instead of like just stab, taking it and dropping it, he spins it right back around, throws it back at him, and cuts Cap in half with his own fucking shield. Nice. He's a zombie cap, so he just yeah. falls off. Of the and then train. they have to kill Sharon. Yeah. And then during all of this, Hope got Hope got nicked. Hope Hope uh, actually gets like bit by Sharon, but she's tiny, so she goes flies right into Sharon's mouth, and then zoop, gets big and explodes her. So she's got Sharon all over her, and she even says, "Oh my god, I got Sharon all over." Oh, but she had uh, a cut, and, and it got a, in her. She had a cut on her arm, and so goop got on her. So she has a slowly increasing infection so it's it's basically every zombie movie ever it's got yeah. all the tropes in there you know you gotta kill your best friend oh nope we know she's got an infection but it's going slowly so maybe it'll be okay and then of course the train like runs out of steam or gas or whatever so the Train's only way the only way they can get there is to go through this like redonk horde of zombies and hope's like well i'm fucked anyway so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna get real big and i'm just gonna walk you guys over there 
And they're like, no, you can't. She, She's like, guys, I'm fucked anyway. Okay, so she just kicks her way through the horde and carries them all in her hands. Because at that point, it doesn't matter if she gets bit. She's already fucked. Yeah, so she drops him over the thing, falls over backwards, dead. And then they're but like, still wait, why aren't any of the zombies trying to scale the fence? And Peter's like, they don't even need to scale the fence. There's this like big fucking hole. They could but, just like walk through it. But they're all it. just standing right there. My question is, she just got, she just died. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super just, gigantic. Mm-hmm, just, okay. just, mm-hmm, just, yeah. Already right. remember, you're already right there. Remember I was, that. I was already thinking that too. <laughs> when, stupid, when I saw it, when I saw it, I was thinking that too. <laughs> but yeah, put you're a pin, right there. Put a pin in that. Yeah. We're going to come back to it. <laughs> Wait for it. Okay. So, Wait for it. So they go into the. Into the base. Into the base. Guess who they find? Vision. Because he's immune. He's a zombie. Or not a zombie. He's an android. He doesn't put off human pheromones, so zombies don't want to bite him. And they're like, why aren't the zombies like... And he's like, oh, well, I found out that the Mind Stone, they don't like the frequency that it puts out, so they just don't hang around. So that's the cure he found, is that the the Mind Stone, the frequency of the Mind Stone, well, at least stops him. So he's been using it to try and cure people. And he did cure a head. He, he, he apparently found Scott Lang's head and cured just his head. And now Scott Lang is a head in a jar, just like, like Futurama. Like, like Futurama. And all he does is they're making dad jokes. And it's fun. he goes, Sorry, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Damn it, I'm doing it again. <laughs> um, so then Bruce is like, Oh my God, like we could use this. We just have to, like. Um, He's like, if I uplink it to this uh, satellite and we boost this signal like this, we can send this signal out to the whole world. And uh, Vision's like, no, tech, not, there's not enough technology here no, to yeah, do this. Yeah, human human technology is not uh, not advanced enough to do this. And, and uh, uh, Okoye goes, you know where it is advanced enough to do this? Wakanda. Wakanda. And because of our shield, the infection never got there. Got there. So they're so. like, let's go to Wakanda. All right, let's go find a. Uh, let's go find a. Uh, uh, Bucky goes. All right, I'm gonna go find us transport. And Vision's like, you're not going to find what you're looking for. Like, super ominously. And like, I'm like... Some super... Yeah. He's like... What the fuck did you do? He's like, you're, you're not going to find what you're looking for, Bucky. And all, super creepy. All he had to do was just tell him where the jet was. But he didn't do that. He had to be an asshole. So, Bucky's going. Goes to this one room. He's like, where are all these fucking pants on the floor? What the fuck's going on? There's clothes all over the floor. It's weird, yeah. And then... <laughs> zombie shoots... Fucking Wanda. In like a containment. She's zombied up. Fucking zombied. And then you hear, Hello, who's there? It's, um... T'Challa. T'Challa! Black yeah. Panther's sitting there, but he's got he's missing... He's, he's down, missing he, a leg. He sands one right leg from the knee down. Because apparently he's being... Uh, Vision has been slowly feeding him to Wanda in order to keep her placated enough that she'll stay in her containment because she has reality warping powers but she's also a zombie that wants to murder and eat everything yeah so yeah. child's like yo bro we gotta go so like he's like i got you bro so they're like running and then they well, go back in limping. That's, limping it's a really bad three-legged race and they come in and he's like vision what the fuck and vision's like i really wish you like you just like had not done that you know like Mostly he's like, I really wish you hadn't got my signal and come here because I've totally been luring and trapping people into hearing that there's a cure here and then coming here and then I've been feeding them to Wanda. So Wanda breaks out. And he's like, also, she hasn't eaten in weeks. (laughs) So y'all are all fucked. Yeah. There was some great uh, foreshadowing, though. We we missed it. It was a sad part. There was a great foreshadowing. The... uh, 
the Russian guy. Well, I can't remember his name, but Scott Lang's oh, yeah, Russian he's friend. The, he goes, uh, Baba, he goes Baba Yaga. I'm getting real Baba Yaga vibes. And they're all like, who's Baba Yaga? He's like, he's the, she's the crazy witch lady that, uh, that hides in graveyards. Oh, she will murder us all. Yeah. Oh, no. And then Wanda rips the doors off the wall because she's Wanda. And he goes, oh, no, Baba Yaga. <laughs> and she picks him up and, he, and like forces him to her and mm, eats the fuck out of him. Yeah. So yeah. he gets murdered by Baba Yaga. So they gotta they gotta run, and then Vision's run fast. Like, and then this is when Vision's like, "Oh yeah, there's a Quinjet over there in that hangar." And he's like, uh, "I feel really bad, actually. Uh, you guys are sort of my friends, but I can't I can't kill her. I love her." And like you're an android, dude. You don't even know what love is. And he goes, "But I think I do. Pretty sure I do." So then he's I like, "I love her, even um, But like he, he, he like, couldn't cure up. he couldn't cure her because her own powers were too powerful. And, and we're she resisting. Resisting. she was resisting the power of the Mind Stone because her powers also come from the Mind, Mind Stone. Yeah. yeah, so he like cuts a hole and like buries and he's like, hey, look, we don't have a lot of time. You're going to have like, to hurry. like 30 seconds. And he rips the stone out of his own fucking head, throws it to Banner, and they're, they're, they're like booking it for, for the plane. Um, and then... Wanda, whips, Wanda pops out of the ground Bucky. and notices that, oh, fuck. Y'all just killed my boyfriend because I still love him even though I'm a zombie. So and then so, Bucky sacrifices himself, basically. Bucky's like, run. I'll take her out. And then they're like, you're not going to be able to. And he's like, yeah, but I'll buy you a little bit of time. <laughs> so then they have trouble getting the Quinjet started because it's a zombie movie. So the vehicles never work properly. So they're trying to get it started, trying to get it started. And Bruce is like, all right, I'm going to try it. Because he, he almost gets bit once and he turns green like just in that spot. And he's like, all right, so good, good move, green guy. Good move, green guy. Thanks, man. You're the best. So he's like, well, maybe if I run into the horde of zombies, Hulk will come out and I'll be all right. And he goes, so I'm going to try and buy you some time. And they're like, no. I've, and Peter's like really emotional. And he's like, I've already lost too many friends. I've lost everybody. Because they were already talking about like, how do you stay so oh, upbeat all the Cloakie, time? And he goes, because you got to. Cloakie wrapped, him around, wrapped himself around uh, Scott Lang. So he's like a thing on a, <laughs> so he can move around. Jesus. Oh, it's great. It's great. But um, so they take off, and Bruce uh, and it, Hulk goes Hulk on a whole group of zombies, and then so the gets, only, finds his way to Wanda. The only three people left is Scott Lang's head, T'Challa, and Peter, and they finally take off. And then let's take that pin out. So Hope's giant uh, zombie body stands up and grabs the Quinjet, and. Scott's obviously bothered. He's like, no, it's Hope. I loved her. No, oh, no, she's, she saved me once. Now she saved me again. And now she's going to murder me. Oh, shit. And so they just turn the afterburners on and burn her, melt her face off. Um, <laughs> and then they get away. But then she... I, I really want to know. I couldn't tell in the episode. And I just feel like it's had to have been a cameo of some point. And I'm sure it was. But she throws one of the zombies at him and it bounces off the wing kind of thing like that. I know it had to be somebody that like is in the comics. I, I, the only reason that they would animate that, I feel like it had to be somebody. I'm going to need to go back and watch it and figure out who it was because I'm sure it was somebody. Peter? I'm looking at it now. Hold on. He's got internet. Thank you, Peter. Or anybody in the comic section can uh, also put down in the yeah, comments who it was. Let us I'm, know. I really hope it was somebody because I'm sure it was because that, that would just make so much sense. So they fly to Wakanda. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, yeah, we got we got this <laughs> thing. It's not fully animated. It's just a random zombie body. Damn. I was really hoping it was somebody real. Completely shadowed out. Damn. So yeah. they're flying to Wakanda. They do everything like that. And then they did the same thing that they've done with every What If episode. 
and tease the next like part of this story, but not actually give you any fucking conclusion. Right. And they're like, oh wait, no, Wakanda's been destroyed already because that's where Thanos landed, but he's also zombie Thanos. So how are they gonna get out of this one, guys? And you're like, what the fuck you got? And then this is where it ends. You're like, I got no resolution. Yeah, I'm getting. Fuck you guys. I'm, I'm honestly starting to get real irritated with the show because it, it does it every episode. It, oh, okay, you, just like keeps keeps a question in your mind. Kind yeah, of. yeah, it keeps going. It, it keeps making you think. Well, what is? The the only one that really had any res like resolution was the Doctor Strange episode because like the whole thing was the end. Yeah, like the it world was, was no more, so you can't go anywhere else with that. But like, so the next episode is. Um, Killmonger rescues Tony Stark when his Humvee is attacked in Afghanistan and manipulates his influence for his designs of conquering Wakanda. Yeah, so instead of getting blown up and then turning into Iron Man because he's got metal in his heart and has to use put an arc reactor in there, Killmonger shows up. The guy from Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther. I'm just making sure. No, I mean, we gotta... Just making sure. Yeah. Making sure everybody knows. Uh-huh. But Killmonger, uh, yeah, saves him. Instead, and like fucks up the ten ring guys that are trying to murder him. They go back, and then the, instead of the pe- press conference where he's like, "I just want a cheeseburger," and "I am Iron Man," and shit like that. He's his dick's like, normal dick self. Yeah, he's just a, he's just kind of a, he's. It doesn't. It, Tony does not get any growth at all. So he's just like, nope. We need to build bigger, better, more awesome weapons. What did you say, Peter? He still does get a degree of it, just not the same direction. True, yeah. He doesn't. He he doesn't go. We're not making any more weapons. He's he goes. We're making yeah. bigger, better, bigger, better, better weapons. Because exactly. you have to let him talk. Sorry, sorry, Peter. You're good. It's fine. It was basically what you said. Sorry, Peter. You should be. I, I'm on a phone, so I already kind of figured this wouldn't be an optimal one for me to talk a lot. So if y'all just want me to keep fact checking, that's fine. Wait, you're on a phone? <laughs> oh shit! Wait, Peter's not here. How does work? I really thought he was. I really did. Could have sworn I saw him here. Could have sworn I saw him. God. Man. But so, Killmonger. Um. So then he Killmonger exploses. Um, Obadiah Stane. He's like, oh no! The only they're like because actually, uh, one of the the actually I guess if I remember correctly in Iron Man it was the reporter that uh, Tony slept with that uh, that Pepper kicks out of the house like right at the beginning of the movie. It's the same reporter asked him, like, well, if you're such a cool, awesome, badass Navy SEAL, why were you 400 clicks away from where your unit was actually stationed that day? He goes, uh, this seems, it almost seems like you had prior knowledge of this attack. Does and that he, mean you helped plan it? He goes, well, yeah, no, I totally had prior knowledge of the attack. And everybody's like, uh, he goes, yeah, I was in a deep undercover operations in the Ten Rings uh, organization. And Obadiah stands like, I think we can stop this here. Yeah, uh, no, I think we're, I think we're good here. And then yep, just totally nope, calls cool. him out and blasts all the proof on yeah. the big screen. Yeah, he's like, uh, and uh, the guy that ordered that hit, that guy over here. Uh, here's the proof. Brought the receipts. Here you go. Just dropped it all online. If y'all want to fact check that, cool. And Obadiah stands like, uh, why don't we? Let's talk this out, Tony. No, no, we're good. We're good. I think the security starts coming up, and Happy Hogan just punches him right in the jaw and knocks him right out. It's fucking great. Uh, that's because that's one. So then that's, they, one, that's Happy's one superpower is he can just knock you right in the jaw. So then Killmonger and Tony Stark become besties, and he makes him the new head of security, which is supposed to be Happy's job. Right, but now um, you know everyone's got an angle, and they can't figure out what his is. And then you, you, they, um, they're sitting there kind of talking, and uh, 
Rhodey and Pepper are talking because she asked Rhodey to use his military context, yeah. like, hey, look, check this guy out for me. Because Pepper's like, everybody's got, everybody's got an angle. It's my job to make sure that people aren't using Tony for the wrong reasons, and I can always figure out everybody's angle. But I don't know this guy's angle. But everybody's got an angle. But the problem is, I'm not smelling his angle. I don't know what he, I don't know what he wants. Right. And Rhodey's like, his record's exemplary. He's done amazing things. The only black mark against him is most of his missions are high-profile wet work. And she goes, tell me that's plumbing? And he goes, no, nah, assassinations. You know what it is. She goes, yeah, yeah, I, I knew that's what that meant. Yeah. I was hoping that's not what that meant. So but, Tony uh, yeah. takes him to his, like, uh, garage, you know, his, uh, like, workroom. Where he made the fancy Iron Man armor. And Killmonger mentions that, you know, he had been at MIT and, like, he had been working on this, basically a Gundam suit. He wanted to make an autonomous drone so that people didn't actually have to die and fight in battle Some, like, anymore. Age of Ultron shit. And um, Tony's like, oh, well, whatever happened with that? And he's like, oh, I couldn't get the interface to work. And Tony was like, it's because you didn't have me. So then they start working on all this, like, whole They montage that shit. Yeah. It's great. And, and, then, and it literally, it's funny. He's like, all right, oh, am I, uh, Jarvis, pull up the MIT doctoral thesis uh, database uh, project. Uh, what, she, what was liber- it? Liberator. Liberator, yeah. He goes, huh, I like you, kid. You got an eye for marketing. All right. You got a real ear for marketing. You don't have to rename a project. And then he even, he even said, like, because Killmonger's like, well, what if it doesn't work? And he was like, well, then we're just going to build a really expensive Gundam model. He's going to be, well, we'll just build the world's most expensive Gundam model. Because he's like, he's like, Come on, man. He goes, I was really into anime. And you're like, no shit. It's like that spike's coming out of its back. It literally, it's a gun. It looks just like a gun. Except it's unmanned. Yeah. It, it's, it's, horns that the Gundams have. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, so they build, they build, start building prototypes and start stuff like that. It's a great line that one of them falls over and he, Tony goes, it's not, a star, it's not a failure unless it explodes. And his head blows off and he's like, okay, that changes things. <laughs> And then he makes a, a comment about, oh, man, he goes, some of the arc technology. He's like, oh, yeah. We, uh, he's like, oh, we just can't. The power. We can't get enough power. He goes, ooh, you know what would be. Well, you know what I could do? What if I miniaturized an arc reactor? No, nah, that doesn't make any sense. And <laughs> that would it, never work. And then Killmonger's like, oh, well, you just need vibranium. And Tony's like, where the fuck are we going to need vibranium? He's like, well, no, my dad used a lot of that. Uh, making a Frisbee. Fucking asshole. Um. And Killmonger's like, oh, I have this ring. Um, so we can at least, like, try it and see what happens. Um, and then they're, like, talking it over with Pepper. And Pepper's like, no, I think this is a bad idea. You can't go get vibranium off the black market. Because they basically end up the beginning of Age of Ultron there where they're trying to stop whoever was buying money from uh, Claw. Mm-hmm. Ulysses Claw. Also, Andy Circus did come back into the voice. It's great. Um, so they go and they, they're like, oh, no, we'll send Rhodey. Because he's a legit uh, U, uh, U.S. Air Force officer. He's he's legit. If he goes and he goes with our money, then we can be on the up and up. It's not really black market if he sells it to a U.S. military officer, right? right? Sure. You're still the black market, Tony. There's some gray areas there, though. I'm going to give Tony's that. Uh, There's some gray area there. But, yeah, so they're on the ship, and they're, like, about to make the deal, and he shows them product, and then, dun-dun-dun. T'Challa shows up. T'Challa. Just like he did in the original one. He fucks everybody up. Yeah. But. Killmonger. Killmonger was also there with some weird sonic taser thingy. That Tony had developed. So he's, and he shoots it at both Rhodey and T'Challa. Uses it on 
Black Panther and kills the shit out of him. And then uh, uh, Rhodey goes, why would you do this, man? You gotta, you gotta be a part of the system to take it down. I know the system's not great; it's kind of broken. But you gotta be a part of the system to take it down. And he goes, "Nope, fuck you. You can burn it down." And he like, he like rips the American flag patch off of off of uh, Rhodey's. Uh, he's wearing ACUs, which is weird because he's in the Air Force. But you know, um, but he takes the Velcro pet, uh, Velcro uh, American flag off the side, and then kills him, and then puts the sonic taser in his hand so he can pin everything on Rhodey. That Rhodey killed uh, Black Panther. And then uh, it turns out that Claw and Killmonger were working together. The whole time. Oh, yeah. So then Killmonger goes goes back, and, you know, they, they put Rhodey to, to rest. and The um, Jawa rest, too. And then Killmonger goes to, like, Tony Stark's, and Tony's like, yeah, I know like, what you did. He's like, oh, he's like, he's like, oh, man, can you believe that happened? And he goes, yeah, made sure my name was all over that paper trail, too, asshole. Uh, you really kind of could have not implicated me in that if you really wanted to do this. And he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, yeah, so I've got a super powerful AI that basically monitors everything on the planet. And Jarvis was obviously there in the earpiece that I gave you to talk to Rhodey while you were there coordinating the mission. So it's all on video. I've got it in 3D. I've got your body temperatures the whole time, kind of shit like that. And he's like... Yeah, I kind of wish you hadn't uh, recorded that because so, now I'm going to have to murder you, Tony Stark. And Tony Stark's like, no. Nah. He's like, you, I guess you got to call the cops. And he goes, I don't want the authorities. I want justice. Puts his Malibu house into lockdown mode and locks Killmonger in there with him. And he goes, oh, Tony Stark's going to fight. Oh, you never lifted a hand for anything. He goes, yeah, I did lift it for one thing. Melted down that ring and you know what? You're right, vibranium does make a great power source, and his fucking Gundam walks out of the room, and he's like, oh, shit. So, and then, so then they start fighting, and Tony's like, the yeah. Gun, the Gundam and Killmonger, Tony's just watching there, quipping, and drinking, I believe he is drinking some bourbon still. And he's like, yeah. Go ahead. He's still drinking the whole time. Yep, I was yep, just confirming. Yep, yep, true. Just making sure. They, they, they lean farther into the comic book version of uh, Tony Stark as an alcoholic. <laughs> Um, and then he's and like, functional. hey, you programmed this, so guess what? You're fighting you. He knows all your moves, and he goes, guess I'm going to have to freestyle. So like, that seemed a little... Uh, he, he destroys the Gundam, and then he kills Tony. Sad times. And then uh, blames it on the uh, Dormelage, because he stabbed him with the Dormelage spear. So, so he blames, it, he blames it on Wakanda, and basically starts a war, war between, between the, the United States and Wakanda. So General Ross who's always a dickhead. Um, Decides he's going to put the Gundams into production. They, they use the Patriot Act to take over Stark Industries. And they're like, yep, you're going to make us all our weapons for us now. Have fun. So then Killmonger hooks up with Claw and... Um, Gets all the vibranium he needs. Claw takes him to where the, the shield is and he's like... Killmonger starts walking to it. And Claw's like, bro, we gotta go, we got, we gotta go. Like, you don't want to mess with the Dora Milaje. Like, we gotta go. And Killmonger's like, yeah, man, fucking kills Claw. He's like, he's like, you never know, you never know when they're gonna surprise you. Uh, when when a Wakandan's just gonna surprise you. And he goes, yeah, you don't. And shoots him in the fucking head. <laughs> and then um, carries his dead body into Wakanda, just like, just like he does in Black Panther. And he goes, hey, I brought you the guy that uh, is responsible Tijana. for T'Challa's death, kind of thing like that. And and for stealing all your vibranium, I want to show you that 
I want to work with. Uh, I want to work with the Wakandans. I'm a Wakandan. He's got his lip tattoo thing. It doesn't say uh, dude or sweet. <laughs> That's all I can think of every time I see those in in uh, Black Panther. Because I'm like, dude, what's mine say? Sweet. What's mine say? Um. So then, like he. You know, Shuri doesn't trust him. She's like, mm-mm. Yeah, Shuri's not Shuri's Something not is up with this. Um, but he's like, look, this like there's this army of drones that's, like, coming, and this is what's up, and I am a servant of Wakanda, and, you know, this is my father. And, and like, the king's still alive at this point. He didn't die. T'Challa died. So yeah. the king's still alive because they didn't have that whole issue with, uh, uh, I guess that's the beginning of what, uh, Ultron, yeah, Age of Ultron there. So, yeah, so he basically sets it up to make it look like, you know, he he's coming to help them out. Yeah, and he warns he, them about the drones that are coming. Basically, and he basically like tells that. them that if he if they let the drones in the city, then the And then close stop, the shield behind it. It'll, it'll turn it'll, off the uplink. It'll turn off the satellite uplink That's because they're all being run by Jarvis. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, yeah, as soon as we get in the shield, you got a super awesome shield. As soon as they get inside the shield... It'll, the uplink will go down. You'll just be able to cut them down. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. They're like, I don't know if I believe you. And they're like, okay, no, I believe you. Let's try it. Yeah, so they do. And, and it, it works. works. But Killmonger, bloop, bloop. he's, he's got, got a switch. remote start. So he starts them puppies back up. Um, and then to like show that he's like one of them, he goes into battle with them. They destroy all the drones. Um, and then, you know, the... King is like, oh, you've proven yourself. You're going to be the next Black Panther. Um, so he does the whole Black Panther ceremony. And then it, it ends with, like, Shuri in Pepper's office being like, hey, got some shit for you. And so now they're going to work together to, like, I guess, expose Killmonger. Huh. Yeah, so he does, like, he goes to the whole spirit realm thing. And T'Challa says, goes, was it worth it? He goes, yeah, totally. 100%. Do it again. Fuck you, buddy. Glad I killed your ass. <laughs> okay, cousin. Not cool. He doesn't lack any remorse in that scene. <laughs> there is no remorse. Zero. He's like, Zero. I, I hope it was worth it. Yeah. It, it totally was. Exactly where I want to be right now. Plan is going perfect. Perfectly. Thanks, bro. That's all he wanted to do was just become Black Panther. Well, I'm sure he wants to be king, but this is how he's going to That's how he's going to. That's the next step. Yeah. Now he just now all he's got one more dude to murder and he becomes king. Well, I don't. He'll probably just wait till he dies. He's just trying to surf. Is it Sir Sir Sep, Right, Sir Sep of the throne. Who Sir Sep or Serp? Usurp. 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 Ursa Minor. Ursa Minor. Words. Um. So then, episode seven is um. What if Thor was an only child? What if uh? What if? What's that? This is the only episode of the show Maddie watched. Oh, really? <laughs> I want I want Maddie's hot take. <laughs> she's she's in the room. She can come over and give her opinion. Maddie, hot take right now. Maddie, come over and give you're your on, opinion. You're on the spot. <laughs> you're on a, you're on the Eight Big Cat Show, Maddie. Give us your hot take on what if episode seven? What if Thor was an only child? Well, my hot take was Jeff Goldblum was in it, and that was my favorite part. <laughs> Jesus. Jeff Jeff Goldblum was in it, and that was her favorite. That part, part. was great. That, that that part was that part was fantastic. So they're on scooty scoots at the end. It's great. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Um, so it's basically basically because Loki 
Thor didn't have that. So o- Odin, instead of kidnapping or taking Loki and raising his own son, is, him saves him and gives him back giants. to the king and the ice giant king, and so he gets raised as an ice prince. So Thor grows up as himself and doesn't have his trickster asshole brother to kind of teach him how to, uh, a little humility. So ba- basically, yeah. he's like a frat boy. Like total, like. He's... So Odin's gonna go into his Odin sleep, and once he's asleep. Um, Frigga. Frigga is like, cool, I'm going to go... Hang out with my sisters. Hang out with I haven't my seen sisters. them in like 2,000 years. See y'all cool. later. Thor, you're in charge. This is he, your first chance no, to be king. No, he said, Heimdall is watching. You go study. And Thor went, uh-huh. And so he gathers his buddies, and they're like, we're going to go to some backwater planet that Heimdall doesn't pay attention to. So they go to Earth. Midgard. And they throw a huge party. And they're basically like... The world's most ultimate kegger. And they invite, not even the world, like, the universe. Like, they invite everyone, like... Um, Their scrolls are there. Howard the Duck is there. Nebula's uh, there. Like, Odin's there just being chill. Is that Odin? No, Odin's asleep. He's in his Odin sleep. Well, what did you say, Peter? Skurder, the fire giant from Ragnarok. Oh, okay. like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The one that the one that's actually supposed to break about Ragnarok. Yeah. At one point, he is hitting on the Statue of Liberty, and he Maybe. melts her arm off. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Loki shows up in ice giant form, and they, uh, him and Thor, they, they 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 do love to. They still apparently love to party and hang out together. They're brothers from another mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but until, yeah, Jeff, until shit hits the fan, he's like Jeff Goldblum shows up as like the grandmaster, and he's yeah. like DJing the party. Um, Release the phone. So he does. He does meet with Jane Foster because Jane's like had been just it, like she was at the beginning of Thor, like watching the the thing and was like, oh, there's gonna be this big uh, event thing or whatever. And then she's like, oh, they've landed. I'm gonna make first contact with an alien. And of course, they landed in Vegas. Yeah, so he instead of landing in the uh, New Mexican desert, he lands in Vegas instead. So they show up, and he's already in the middle of the conversation. She goes, I got ready to make first contact in Darcy. Who is still done by Kat Dennings? It's great too, and her lines are still great and funny. She's sitting there and she goes, "Yeah, like maybe like four thousandth contact. Like literally everybody on the strip on the strip has already said hi to this guy. What the fuck are you talking about?" So they proceed to see. She, and she had called Shield to be like, "There's going to be an alien invasion. There's going to be an alien invasion." And nobody's listening. Like she calls the Parks Department. She goes, "I know you're the Parks Department, but isn't there something you can do?" And they're like, "Fuck you!" And hang up, keep hanging up on her. So they end up they end up partying with um, them all night, and she wakes up like in this hotel room. Uh, she fucked Thor. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, um, she's pretty Thor that next morning. <laughs> and like the phones are going <laughs> off, Thor. and she's like. Phone? What? What's what? What's going on? So yeah, like her yeah, her cell phone goes off and says unknown numbers. She like slaps it on the ground. Then the hotel room phone starts going off. And then her phone starts and going then off again. There's a bang at the knocking door. Knocking on the door, and then she opens it up, and Maria Hill's there. And they're like, uh, "Miss Foster, you called about an alien invasion." She's like, and "No, no, everything's she's, fine." She's got no pants on. She's like just wearing a t-shirt, kind of shit like that, like barely sticking her head out the window. Like Darcy's in the corner, going, like with two shield agents on her side, going, "I don't know what to tell you." Darcy also got drunk enough, and I, I believe they've been partying for more than one night. It seemed like, but she married Howard the Duck. She married Howard the Duck in, in like uh, a Vegas. They got married by Elvis. a Elvis uh, Elvis priest, Elvis impersonator priest <laughs> at a Vegas church. So she's now Darcy the Duck. This is the Duck. Um, so they get they end up on one of the um, 
Helicarrier. The sh- no, one of the shield helicarriers is literally just completely visible over the center of down, downtown Vegas. And no one cares. Cause they're, they're and no, one, no one's even paying attention because there's like 8,000 other alien spaceships hanging around there because they've all dropped off people for the party. Yeah, and I mean, shit's like happening all over over the world. Like The party like atmosphere is spreading. Yeah. So they're like, well, what are we going to do? And Maria Hill, because apparently she's only acting director right now because Nick Fury went to try and confront Thor and... Um, Korg, the uh, rock monster from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So it runs, runs and does a, a Korga ball uh, into the giant, uh, the Caesar's Palace fountain. Fountain. And while he's running past, slaps Nick Fury so hard he like flies over one of the things. He's like, is he okay? He's like, he's still unconscious. Uh, <laughs> so she's acting, directing her shield. So, so she activates the Captain Marvel beeper. She gets the beeper out. Beep. And they're like, I do love that line though. Darcy's sitting there and she goes, and she's like, all right, it's done. And she goes, is it done? It's done now? Did I miss it? What's happening? What's going on? Is it done? Um, so like, and then Jane's like trying um, to call Thor and she's like, hey, what are you doing? Maybe you need to tone it down. Like, shit's going down. Um, so Captain Marvel shows up and then she like squares off with Thor and they get in some pretty, pretty, pretty good, good punches. They literally, they literally punch each other around the world and end up back in Vegas. They 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 kind of trade off back and forth. Like he punches her to from uh, because they decided because he left Vegas and went to Paris because one of his buddies was really jonesing for some crepes. <laughs> so they're in Paris. So she lands in like downtown Paris and like punches Thor or she, Thor hits her with the hammer and she lands. At Stonehenge, knocked her all the way to the UK. Pretty solid, pretty solid hit, right? So then he's just an asshole, and he goes, "She's like, she she almost accidentally knocks down like one of the sticks, uh, one of the giant rocks from Stonehenge." And she's like, "Oh no, put it back!" And she puts it back. And she goes, "Whew, okay, we're good." So Thor comes up, and she goes, "Oh, oh, is this? Oh no, are you, are you, these are your rocks? Oh, Boop. <laughs> like dominoes, dominoes around." Yeah. And she's right. like, "You." So she ass. punches him she punches to like him. the. New, Me- the New Mexican no, desert. She, no, she punches him. He lands in Utah. It's definitely in Monument Valley, oh. like Utah. It's like, but she hit, she punches him from Stonehenge to Utah, and he lands and he goes, oh, I actually like felt that one. <laughs> okay. So they, they continue to have a fight, and then like, he punches her. He punches they her, end like, up back in Paris. They, like, he punches her like past Hawaii, and there's definitely a Stanley cameo that like Stanley's just sitting on the beach under a umbrella. You can just see the mustache and sunglasses. It's, it's like from behind. You're like, all right. So, um, so then they end up back there and he puts his hammer on her and he's like, party pooper. You're a party pooper. Stop he's, it. He's like, I'm going to put you in a timeout. My mom always put me in timeout. Never worked for me. But maybe it'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> and then just like takes his hammer and walks away. And then they're like, well, what are we going to do? And So Captain Marvel meets back up with uh, with uh, Maria Hill. And they're yeah. like, she's like, uh, what the heck happened? Fury said you had to punch, like, ten nuclear bombs. And she's like, well, yeah, I do. But if I actually punched him with all my power, I'd blow up the planet we're on. And I thought that was kind of not the point. She said it would put, like, a crater and the the lives lost wouldn't be worth it. And someone says, well, what about, like... Oh, yeah. uh, Darcy goes, what about South Dakota? Or North Dakota? One of the Dakotas. Nobody would miss one of the Dakotas. They're like, well, that is a terrible idea. But actually, Siberia. They're like, they're like, oh, the Mojave Desert maybe could uh, contain it. And she goes, or I could just take him to Siberia and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah, 
do that. That sounds like a great so, plan. Take uh, him to Siberia and beat the shit and out of him. And Jane's trying to stop, and she's like, no, I think you guys are being ridiculous, and... Like, I, I'm sure there's a way we like, can get this under control. He's a really nice guy. He's got great dick. I mean, he's a really nice guy. <laughs> like, the whole point is, like, the whole time she's trying basically not to say, like, yeah, I'm just kind of in love with the dude. Uh, it was the best lay of my life. Uh, can you not murder this dude right now? I'd like him to stick around. He's pretty cool. So they, they escort them off the helicarrier and drop them back they're off like, at her van. You're no longer needed. Um, <laughs> and they're like, what are we going to do? And Darcy makes the comment about, like, caught. Calling his mom or something. We were in high school. We'd just call his mom. And, and she, she goes, oh, well, if there is a Thor and there's a Loki, that means there's an a Frigga and, and an Oda and, and a Heimdall. And you know what Heimdall can do? He can see and hear everything. So she turns like she turns all of their equipment into a giant like broadcast relay. Heimdall! She, she, screams, she just screams Heimdall and like it goes reverberates everywhere and she goes, Huh, I don't think it worked. And the guy, she goes, let me give it a chance. She goes, the owner of the blue Prius. <laughs> just like and screaming throughout Vegas. And then Heimdall transports her. And she- like while she's doing that, yeah, she gets uh, um, tesseract, not tesseracted. Um, Bifrosted. Bifrosted. And then go. meets up with his mom and he's like, hey, so your it- son is uh, oh, kind of out of control on earth and maybe you should come. Maybe, can oh. you stop that? So his mom uses dark magic to like show up where so, Thor is. Well, first, oh, yeah. um, first, Captain Marvel esconds Thor off to Siberia, and they're about to like fight, and then yeah, then dark black magic whatever shows up, and she's like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Uh, no, I'm." He's uh, like, "No, mom, no, it was studying. It's cultural experience." We we went to Midgard for a cultural exchange, and uh, and uh, our study group is here. Yeah, uh, we're we're really we're working and she's hard. She's like, "I'm on my way there." I want to see your entire syllabus right when I get there. And then Captain Marvel's just like, "I don't even have to do anything." Yeah, this so is fucking the, hilarious. No, this is great. Yeah, so like Maria Hill's like on the helicarrier and they got like nukes uh, trained to on him too. And it's so, like she's about to do it because she's like, just in case uh, Marvel Captain, the, just in case the captain gets cold feet. And it's the dude that beat up, uh, that tried to beat up um, um, Captain America in the elevator. I can't remember the dude's name. The guy that ends up being Crossbones. I don't know. But it's that dude. It, it was like who's always been like the third in command guy. He's but like, we he's, never get to fire the new. Like, we never get to fire the new. He's bullshit. So then Thor. What? Brock Rumlow. Thank you. <laughs> so then Thor like hurries back to everyone. He's like, guys, guys, I need your help. Like we need to stop partying. Like we gotta clean this up. And everyone's like, you're whatever. You're stupid. And then the parent. Oh no! Is, there's an even you, well right before he goes back to try and get everybody else's help. He go, turns to Captain Marvel and he's like. What am I going to do? you got to help me. My mom's on her way right now. And Captain Marvel goes, well, I would say start, start in the, the corners, corners and, and work, work your way, way out. out. <laughs> no, work your way in. And he goes, there are no corners. This is Sphere. Because <laughs> it's the entire planet. Um, so they're on the Sydney Harbor Bridge. Uh, and he's, and he, get, he flies back to the Sydney Harbor Bridge where everybody's like partying hard. And he's like, we have to clean all this mess up right now. And Loki's like, no, man, we're about to make the world's largest slingshot. They found this giant U thing in St. Louis? 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 I don't know what it is. We're going to make a slingshot. And so, <laughs> they, have, they, like literally Thor, have, they literally have the St. Louis arch upside down there. <laughs> so Thor's like freaking out. And everyone's like, you're being dumb. Whatever. We're all leaving. And he's like, no, no, you have to help me clean up. And then the, yeah, so then Grandmaster and like a couple of his buddies are on like, you know, like the scooters. The, the, like, the, little, the rascals. Yeah. 
And he's like, mm, and we're keeping the scooty scoots. <laughs> and then abscons away. But and then Thor does the whole like, like. No, you don't understand. Like my mom is coming. Frigga is coming. They're like, oh shit. No, well, no, but he doesn't even do that. He doesn't. He was like, oh, guys, my mom is coming. And like, no, but nobody's listening. But he like literally goes, oh, Odin, give me strength. Like does the whole like I'm fucking Thor thing. Like flies up to the sky. Lightning's everywhere. Listen to me. You must help me clean. My mother is coming, and everybody's like, oh, shit. Um, hey, let's start cleaning this place up. Oh, shit. Oh, oh God. So when she shows up, they're, like, sitting in, like, in, like a study group, and he's, like, pretending to, like, teach them whatever. Um, and Car- Captain Marvel even, like, came with, like, a little pad to be like, oh, yeah, here's the stuff. Here's all that. She comes with the iPad. She goes, I got you all, I got you all that information you wanted, uh, and I added some, a uh, couple of playlists, a couple of podcasts, couple of things for you to do. Um, had a great cultural exchange. All good to go. <laughs> and Frigga's Frigga, just like... Frigga's like, this is fucking bullshit. There's no way. But I, I can't prove that it's not. Until someone, like, shows up to give Thor his hammer no, back. No, no. Thor goes... He goes, he's like, all right, oh, let's yeah, get out of he here. He goes, the... he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, it shows up and it's, like, all, like, it's bedazzled and, like... Covered in party <laughs> like, Covered in, like, underwear. And, and graffiti and shit like that. And he goes, it's not what it looks like, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, and then, yeah, and then he goes back to for Jane, and he's like, oh, you know, I'd like to see you again. And she's like, oh, yeah, you should take me on a date. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take you on a date then. And they decide on a time. And then right before he's about to bush, bush oh, like, off. The watcher even goes, and, oh, love is, uh, everything is good. Love is in the air. The earth is back to normal. They lived happily and they ever lived ha- after. And, 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 and they, like, like, uh, like both the Norse mythology and fairy tales, they lived happily ever after. And wait, that doesn't... Wait, no, and he goes, wait, no, that doesn't seem right. And then all of a sudden... Ultron shows up with all the Infinity Stones. Yeah, like, Ultron, like, but, well, it's it's Vision, but it's... it's old, If it, Ultron had actually gotten into the real Vision body like he was supposed to instead of Jarvis, and he's got, like, all the Infinity Stones, he's got his whole Ultron army there with him, and you're like, well... And then cut to black kind of thing like that. You're like, well, that's gonna fucking suck because y'all are all about to die. Yeah. And we probably <laughs> won't find out what happens because... Until next season. Maybe next season. I would kind of hope that like they're doing these. That it seems like they're setting up the next part of the story. And then like next season, it'll do in the exact same order, but continue all of these stories to the next part. Yeah. Would be really interesting. I or they're just never talking about it again. So it's in your head. You're like the yeah. the what if? But what if? But what if? It's really irritating me. I'm irritated. A couple of them, I'm like, all right, you can't tease something as cool as that story and not give me the what if of that fucking story. <laughs> Well, to be clear, neither of y'all have watched the next episode, right? Correct. No. I've not watched episode eight. No. Okay. Oh, do, do we get a Do we get a resolution for once? Kinda. Sure. Kinda. I'll take you it. Kinda. This exact universe, but you do get answers about uh, the, the Ultron. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay, I'd like to hear that. Yay. Hi, it's the flannel guy again. I still don't have a real cat. Why aren't you supporting us on Patreon? Do, 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 do. So that brings us to what you're watching. And, uh, what are we watching? Something that I know Peter wants to talk about. Um, he had mentioned it at the last recording, but we got the trailer for the Hawkeye show, which premieres November 24th. Um, I'm excited. It looks like Die Hard with bow and arrows. I want I want Peter's hot take because I know how much he loves hot, Hawkeye. Well, we, we didn't get to see a whole hell of a lot of it. Um, it looks kind of a 
it looks a little bit like they're trying to mix the um, the first time Clint and Kate meet in the uh, the Young Avengers comics with the Matt Fraction run. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and it'll be nice to see these actors actually get to play their characters for once instead of being in the background doing nothing important. That will be nice. Did you watch the trailer? I've watched it seven times. I, I mean, sorry, Tom, did you watch the trailer? <laughs> Tom didn't watch the trailer. Why are you even asking? No. Okay. Tom so, didn't watch the fucking trailer. <laughs> of course he didn't. For watch the, the other two trailer. people that did watch, well, I didn't know because I want to know if either of you caught uh, Rogers the Musical Billboard. I totally yes, did. Yes, I did. That was I actually totally great. caught it. He did not. But uh, <laughs> did you not see did you not see the actual excerpt from Rogers the Musical? No. Oh, there's a dance scene with with Captain America out in the lead. It's a, definitely a Broadway musical How did I miss that? based on the Avengers. It's, it seems amazing. It was yeah, it was a pretty obvious like it was a longer sequence in there. It's mm-hmm. definitely in there. It was amazing. Uh, I would pay to just see Rogers of the Musical instead of the Hawkeye show. I want to see the Avengers as a Broadway musical. I'm sorry. Yeah, I want to see the Avengers as a Broadway musical. That'd be fun. Give it time, it'll happen. Everything happens. All right, what's Peter sending us now? I don't know. I don't have access to anything. I guess he doesn't look like Kid Fisto. You're right. He's just an orange alien, dude. I said Plo Well, either way. He's just orange alien, dude. That's a uh, that's from a while ago. Ow. Um, it's because you're also wearing a polo. Yeah. Peter, any other thoughts on the Hawkeye show? Uh, nothing overly interesting. Just I'm excited. I've, I've been wanting this since they announced it like two years ago. I think. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. We'll be so interested to see. It will be interesting to see where, uh, oh my goodness, what's her name from Black Widow that's not Black Widow shows up? Oh, Yelena? Yeah. 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 There you go. Oh. How yes. did I miss there's that? There's Thor, there's Loki. Oh. Okay. I don't know who that is. So apparently every month um, the Amazon Prime people have doing been doing like the boys hype videos, um, but it's like a parody of like a... It's, it's a it's Fox a, News type thing. It's so, it's the Vought News Network, VNN, mm-hmm. and it, it's a Cameron something or another. But yeah, it's just like he's going through um, like all the news stories for the boys, and then like they're coming in with different like commercials, like the Vought Streaming Network and Vought Plus. Vought, yeah, Vought Plus. Hmm. Um, and it was just like a parody of like all these. It's different... a parody of everything. It's it's really amazing. But it, it's the Vot Seven on. It's the Vot News VNN Seven on Seven. So it's the top seven news stories of the day. And he does. He goes through seven stories, and they're all just little clips from the boys' universe. And they've actually been. They've actually dropped a couple of things on there that like are definitely like almost spoilers for the next season. That you're like. Oh wait, we haven't heard from that per- we we never even met that person. We don't know anything about that at all, but they're giving you kind of like little teasers about the next season of what's coming up. It's really kind of interesting. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Um and I just thought it was kind of cool. I know I know Peter didn't want to get into the boys the the boys uh rabbit hole because the comics he did not enjoy. No, no that's that's technically incorrect. I really liked the comics. I never want to see anything to do with it ever again. It's because it's fucked up. Yeah. It was a really great comic. I'm glad I read it. I, I don't need to revisit it. 
<laughs> They've taken a lot of the really awful stuff from the comics out. But They've like, left a lot they? of it in. No, yeah, no. The scary part is they really have. They've taken some of the stuff that's really... The, the, they've taken the really bad stuff from the comics out. They've left the stuff that... They're like, uh, I guess that's okay. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shit they've taken out from the, that wasn't in the comics. Actually, the, the one thing I have a problem with the show on is that in the comics, all the boys also use the superhero drug when they're fighting superheroes. Yes. And they, they don't do any of that in the show. Or, no, at least n- been- or at least not yet they haven't. Yeah. Um, and then, more boys. Um, we got another trailer for Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, which is coming out in December. The music does sound amazing. and seems like they've done a really good job with that. I will give them that. Ansel Angor is playing the lead male character. Tony. It's been a really long time since I read West Side Story, so I don't remember people. Read West Side Story? I never read West Side Story. I've only ever seen the movie. Really? There's a book? Yeah. It's yeah. Well, it was based on a play. And we had in high school when we after we read Romeo and Juliet, we had to read West Side Story and then we got to watch the the same story. Right. But that's why we had to we read it like, you know, like, oh, Shakespeare. Well, here's like modern Shakespeare. Uh, Compare and I do. I only have one problem with that original movie that he's running through a predominantly Puerto Rican neighborhood in New York screaming Maria. And only one girl comes to the window. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> odds are not good on that. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, not. But uh, I hope she's really doing the singing in this because if she is, her the the version of tonight that was was amazing, and I love I, I love the music I'm in that original sure they musical. Are because Ansel Angor is the same dude that plays fucking Elton John in Rocket Man. Oh, is that who it was? I was. Well, I probably shouldn't admit this because I, it is a crime. I was watching it while driving home. <laughs> you stupid! Couldn't tell. I didn't know who it was. Anyway, um, my brain's just stuck on someone going Maria, and then some woman sticking her head out. Which Maria? The one in apartment B or the apartment D? There's another one across the road too. Which one are you talking about? And he's like, off. Oh, I don't know her last. Fuck! Name. I don't know her last name. I don't know her last name. <laughs> um, all three of them. <laughs> I'm Maria. My sister's Maria, and she's Maria too. <laughs> they all have the last name. They're all the same. That's getting a little racist. <laughs> It was already a little bit there, but... Uh. Uh, so I watched a really interesting documentary on Amazon Prime Oh, did you actually watch this documentary? I didn't. I thought it was just a trailer. I didn't know it was already out. Lula Rich? Uh, yeah, it's already out. I've already watched the whole thing. Um, so you guys... I don't know if you... Are you guys familiar uh, with Lula Ro? I have no idea who that is. Okay. It's, uh, no, it's, it's, it's not it's, a who. It's a it's company. A what. Um, so Lula Ro is a It's clothing. the dick leggings. Is is a clothing company, and um, it this this beginning story was actually really interesting of how um, this lady and her husband started the company, but it basically started with them like making maxi skirts and selling them out of like the trunk of her car, and then um, she got people to like invest and. 
basically the way Lula Row works is the same way like Mary Kay and it's a multi-level marketing scheme. Pyramid. Multi-level marketing. Pyramid. Pyramid. It's it's an inverted funnel. So inverted funnel system, yeah. Triangle. Um <laughs> It's that so, inverted funnel system. Yeah. <laughs> So the beginning was, was really interesting and I, you know, learning about her and how she got this all started. Where it started getting wacky was when her husband really started getting involved and pushing the whole multi-level marketing thing. Pyramid. I'm getting there. Hold on. <laughs> um, so, you know, they got the, they got a couple, uh, they call them retailers involved. Um, and, you know, they buy. Groups pyramid they buy the stuff wholesale from them and then they sell it to their customers and because their styles are limited and unique you never know which retailer is going to have what so it kind of encourages you as a consumer to seek out different people selling lularoe to try and get different pieces to match together and da 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 so um then they started, they, you know, their business started really, really growing because all these women were getting really excited because the way they kind of marketed people and getting involved was it was like um, part-time work for full-time pay. And when you got other people yeah. involved, yeah. pin, just hold the pin, just hold it there. What is pin. happening? I, I, Tom's, Tom's pyramid. Um, but yeah, and I mean, these, these, these women were making outrageous amounts of money because it was like the more people you had under you, you, you know, you moved up the pyramid and then, um, they were getting bonus checks based on orders as opposed to sales. And then the, um, husband and wife decided that they were gonna get their whole family involved so like everyone in the family had like different roles and everything and i mean they were having like huge conventions where they they would take like their top people out and they were going on cruises and like all all of this stuff and so at one point like they're showing you this training video and the guy's like oh yeah we really got to get away from like people thinking we're a pyramid scheme um and then once they when because the, the clothes were really good quality and they were really cute. But at some point when something changed and they changed the bonus structure. So instead of you getting paid for how many people were ordering under you, you only got paid based on sales. So they didn't sell anything. You would make no money. Um, and then like the quality of clothes started going down. And that's where the dick leggings came from. Because they were basically pressuring their people to um like the, the one girl who they were interviewing who is a designer and they had to turn in a hundred prints a day it was intense and like they were encouraged to just like steal shit off the internet and the rule of thumb is you had to change 20 per at least 20 percent of the pattern to like not get sued for copyright fun fact there's um been 50 lawsuits against them since 2016 um between copyrights and between like you know, if I'm selling LuLaRoe and then 10 ladies down the street over here and 10 ladies down the street over here are also selling LuLaRoe, that becomes a problem. And at the time they didn't have a return policy and like people were getting 
like the dick leggings they were getting it, it wasn't actually a dick it was this supposed to be like a, it, was it was supposed like to shell. be like the um leaning tower of pisa but it was placed right in the crotch area pyramid and um yeah. well yeah and then like they were getting leggings that like were really stinky and and because they'd been left outside and oh my god it was just like some wild shit and um, no, I totally agree with you. It one hundred percent is a is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yes. But um, I gave the documentary eight cats because I just thought that it was insanely interesting. Yeah, because you learned about how a pyramid scheme works. No, I knew how a pyramid scheme <laughs> works. It was you just, just watched it in real time. It, it was just a really interesting documentary to watch these these ladies who like had been involved with it and like how they had to get out and like. Some of them, it, it destroyed their entire lives. Like, yeah, they, it was just nuts. Yeah, because they made their whole life about that pyramid scheme. And then once the pyramid scheme kind of went away, and it's about how you sell oh, now. Lula, yeah, like Lula Rich is still in business. You Or yeah. Lula Row. You can go to their website. I'm sure they are. Yeah, Aramark's still in business. Herbalife's still in business. It's a pyramid scheme. If you're stupid enough to fall for it, technically it's not illegal. Yeah, no, that's, that's how they get you. It's because you're dumb. And you go, oh, that's a really good idea. You're saying that if I get three other people to sell below me what they sell, I get commission on? I was really pissed off. I, I Somebody tried to recruit me into that, but they lied the whole time they were doing it. Like, literally, like he's like, oh, this is who I work for. Was not Aramark or even one of their subsidiary companies that gets you to sign up for them. Because there's companies that literally have grown up now just to get people to sign up for Aramark. And they don't even make money off of the Aramark system. They make money off of their own pyramid scheme to get you into a different pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive, honestly. He's like, "Oh yeah, we have a we have a um, we have a we have a job interview. Um, it, it, it is it is a uh, it is a um, what is a mass interview, but uh, but it, it, it'll be a little small thing. Uh, I'll show up there with you. It'll be great. I'll talk to them about you. I think we, I think we can get you in." I'm like, "Oh man, that sounds great. I'd love to do that." I'm like, "He's like, yeah, this is like a full time job. Not even like this is not a side hustle or anything like that. Yeah, it's a thing." And I go, "Okay." Show up, and I'm like, um, bro, you know this is a pyramid, pyramid. scheme, right? And he goes, no, no, it's not. And I go, it's multi-level marketing. He's like, yeah. I'm like, as soon as you use those words, it's that guarantees it's, it's a pyramid, a pyramid no, no, scheme. No, it's, it's he not goes, a no, it's pyramid. not. But you do make more money based on the number of people you have underneath yeah. you. And I'm like, so I'd be one of the people underneath you? So I'd be making you money? He goes, yeah. And I go, then I'm the fuck out. Bye. I literally walked out in the middle of the guy's presentation. It was amazing. I'm like... Bye, everybody. I literally waved. It was we were in the middle of a hotel ballroom. It was amazing. I'm like, I took, I'm like, I took all the free gifts he gave me. I'm like, thanks for the samples. Y'all are all idiots if you fall for this. Bye. And I walked out. It was the most, it was the most failing I ever had in my life. I'm like, this is the stupidest shit in the world. Yeah. Y'all are all gonna fall for this. You dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. But that's what they do. They get people who are just looking for a quick buck or something. What really like that, makes me sad they do is, they... is that guy thought I was stupid enough to fall for it. That honestly, that's what really upset me the most is that he actually thought I was stupid enough to fall for him and got me there. Most of those, most of those people are trying to convince you that the what they're trying to sell or what they're trying to do is viable. That it's it's going to make you but, money, but it's not. Eighty percent of the people don't make money, right? And eighty percent of those people usually just go, "Hey, would you like to help sell with me?" And then they don't know how to either one convince other people. They they don't have the charismatic, you know mentality to try and get followers and buy and 
stay on top of them because the pyramid scheme really works like this i am at the top i get two people who sell i look at those two people and say so have you found anybody else that made cells and then those people goes yeah i have other two people and i go great stay on them try and see if they can make more cells blah 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 blah. and that's your job is just to manage the people below oh, you. yeah and that's how they make money those 20 percent of people it's because they're just good managers they just basically keep in contact with their the people below oh, them 100%. And, and train those guys to keep in contact with them to get more people yeah yeah no 100 percent. that's all it is that's what i'm saying that's the, the the company he was even trying to get me to work for is literally a company that like basically it was like oh we're, we'll teach you how to multi-level market yeah and then but we also have like a we have a th- we have our own tier system just like aramark but we actually sell aramark products um yeah that's all it is that's a pyramid scheme in, it, in it, itself. it was it was a pyramid scheme like, with the inner pyramid scheme yeah. it was pretty impressive honestly it was pretty impressive but i'm like how stupid do you have to be to fucking fall for this? Pretty stupid. And I'm like, and I was looking at the guy. I'm like, he's sorry like, for anybody who's in a pyramid scheme. Yeah, I, I, I legitimately do feel very sorry for you because it's an awful proposition to be in most of the time. Because you're putting a lot of work in for little to nothing. Zero return, yeah. Um. So a couple weeks ago, we had talked about Amazon Prime Cinderella. We did. That finally came out. Um, oh, is it a movie or is it a show? It's a movie. When oh, you watch it, I did without me. Yeah. Rude. You, nice. didn't, you really did not seem into it. Why don't you just it. watch it on your way home? <laughs> uh, I was not super into it. <laughs> She's not wrong. Yeah. So well, the music you, seemed good. No? You, you didn't miss anything. Oh, okay, good. Um, <laughs> I didn't miss anything. It was by the writers of Pitch Perfect. Uh, Adina Menzel it was amazing, as always. Who was she in it? She played the stepmom. Oh. Well, that might be worth it. It really wasn't. I'm no. I'm only giving it a five cats. That's five out of eight. That's pretty high. That's pretty good. That's like sixty percent. The only reason I gave it a five was because um, the singing was amazing. There we go. Um, and Idina and uh, Camila Cabello like performances were amazing, but like the story itself was super predictable. Well, um, it is Cinderella. You've seen the movie a thousand Cinderella. times. It wasn't the same. It wasn't even like the same Cinderella story. Like what I was trying to tell you guys. So like, she wants she wants to open this dress shop, right? So um, yes, dresses by Ella. Yeah, but you know, women don't. They're not business people. Like they don't. That's not how it works during that time. And um, you know, but she's determined to make her dreams work. And the there's gonna be there's like a turning of the guard or something. So all the people like go to the, the castle because the king's gonna make this announcement, and there's gonna be a turning of the guard or whatever. So um, the stepmom and the stepsisters, um, who actually I really did enjoy the stepsisters too. They were fucking hilarious. Um, like the, honestly, the two of them were my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> They were just the like the one-liners were just Grisella and what's the other one's name? They changed them for this. Bullshit. I don't, I don't remember what they were. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. The stepmom's name was Vivian, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So they're at this bullshit. courtyard thing, and like it. she can't she can't see right because like these fucking all these people in her way. So she decides. She's going to climb up this statue and she's going to sit on the statue so she can see what's happening. And like the king just like eyes her. It's just like, get off my father! Because it's a statue of his father. 
And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't see. You know, maybe you should get some, like, bleachers back here for, like, the peasants so, like, we can, like, see. And the prince, like, starts cracking up. Like, he thinks she's fucking hilarious. Because that is funny. But you should not be talking to the king like that. That's yeah. a good way to lose your fucking head. So if she, I remember correctly, Cinderella is French. Right? Sure. Believe no. It. No. Uh, Beauty and the Beast was French. Well, C- I think Cinderella was French, too. I believe that's no, a French fairy tale. German. Is she German? Yeah, that was a French sleep, fairy tale. Sleeping Beauty and Beauty and the Beast are French. Cinderella is not. Cinderella is either English or she's German. Anyway, so before before that happened, you know, they're trying to find the princess suitor, and it kind of felt very like Aladdin-ish, you know, where like the suitors are coming in and he's just like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Um, and, and so, like, the king's, like, freaking out, like, you need to find a suitor, you want to be king, you've got to find a princess. The French story is Cinderella. Whatever. I knew she was French, but she's going to get her head cut off. Okay, well, it didn't look like it takes, what? I, I, when I looked it up, it said it was Italian. Belle and Cinderella are from France. That's just the Disney canon, though. Yeah. Um, So, anyway. So, the prince decides, she's funny, I've got to find this girl. So, he basically tricks his father, and he's like, all right, Dad, you want me to find a suitor? You're going to have this big ball. Fine. But the deal is, you need to invite every girl in the kingdom to the ball. No matter what. No matter what. And he's like, fine, whatever. And I can pick any girl that's at the ball. Right. So, he's like, okay. Uh, I'm gonna. He decides that he's going to um, sneak down and pretend to be a peasant because he wants to find this girl because he wants to personally invite her to the ball. Um, I bet he does. So like, he goes. <laughs> he goes down there. In the meantime, she had she has snuck out because she's gonna try and sell this like dress she made, um, and he ends up buying it because he like, oh yeah yeah, I'm gonna buy this dress from you and you're gonna come to the ball and I'm gonna. Inter- and I've got some hookups. Like, I know some people, so I can introduce you, and then that's how you can get your business started or whatever. So she's like, oh, okay, I'll go to the ball. But what he really wants is to fuck her. Yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> then, you know, the whole thing happens where she, like, makes her dress, and the you know, stepmom, she's getting ready to leave with the girls, and she's like, oh, no, like, you, you're not going to the ball. You're already spoken for. Someone came today. Greek. Look at that. Hmm. Um, so, you know, you're already spoken for, this guy had come and he asked for your hand and you're going to go marry that guy and that's going to be that. So, um, and then she like spills ink all over her dress to ruin it so she can't go. And of then, course. you know, she does the cry and I'm sad or whatever and that's when Billy Porter shows up as the fairy godmother. Sings the song in the garden and godmother shows up. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, uh, I thought it was the fabulous godmother because the fairy yeah. is a derogatory term for gay people so that he wouldn't call himself a fairy godmother. Yeah, I'm your fabulous godmother. Um, so then, you know, gives her the super fancy dress and turns the mice, boy. who one of the mice is played by James Corden, <laughs> who's also always fantastic. He um, can sing pretty well, too. And they get her to the ball. So she's at the ball and... Um, she can't find him, and he doesn't know where she is, but in the meantime, she runs into this other, this queen, and the queen's like, oh my gosh, like, who, 
who designed this dress? It's really pretty. And she's like, oh, I did. Um, and offers her a job to go travel with her and design all of her, all of her clothes. He's sharing with you. Um, and so she's like, oh, yay. So then she's like trying to, to sneak out because at this point, like, he's got to make his choice. And, you know, he's upset because he hasn't seen her yet. So as he's making this speech about how, oh, I've, I've made a choice, like, I just, she hasn't shown up yet, and there's this really amazing girl, and as she's trying to sneak out, she, like, stumbles over some stuff, and of course causes a ruckus, and he's like, oh my god, there she is! And then they have the, like, spotlight dance, where they sing, you know, the super romantic song, and then he's like, alright, let's take a walk so we can, you know, have some quiet time and just kind of talk, and then they're in this one room... And she's talking about her hopes and dreams, and he's like, you know, you should marry me, and, and you, then you wouldn't have to do any of this. And she's like, but that's not what I want. Like, I want to do, what, what is your plan here? And he basically tells her, oh, well, you know, if you marry me, no, you can't, because women don't work. That's not what women do. And she's like, yep, yeah, no, fuck that, douche, deuces, bro. Um, and so she doesn't want to marry the prince. She doesn't want to marry the prince, because if she marries the prince, she won't be able to make dresses, because women don't. Yeah, but she also thinks the prince is cute, right? And she kind of likes him. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Um, but she she has to take care of her. Hashtag girl boss. In the meantime, in the background, all of this, his little sister Gwen has been trying to like assert herself and keeps getting like shut the fuck down because she's a woman. Because she's a woman. <laughs> so then he's like, okay, you know what? I love you, so I'm gonna help you get out of here so that you can go go with the, this other queen and, and make all her clothes and, and do what you love. So he um, helps her escape, and the king is pissed. Um, because because he didn't actually pick a suitor? Or yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically. So she, she goes off, and then um, through this whole thing, everyone has, like, basically has a revelation where the king, because the king gets in a, in the fight with the queen, because the queen's like, no, fuck you, you're a fucking douchebag, like, you loved me once, and you didn't think of, like, you've only been thinking with, with the crown for, like, ever, and it's like, yeah, he's the king. Um, so then, because of that spat, he, he agrees that, you know what, son, if you don't want to get married, that's totally fine, you seem to really love this girl, you need to go find her and be with her. Um, so, basically, the movie ends with, he gives up the crown to go travel with Ella and make dresses. Gwen gets to be the next in line, so she's gonna be queen without having to like marry anybody um, and do all the things. The king and queen are happy, and then Ella helps her stepmom out, and like everybody's happy. Okay, that seems dumb. So, so they go around and try and fit a glass slipper on anybody's foot? No. What the fuck? There is a glass slipper, but they don't try and shove it no, on anyone's feet. But, but it's, it's not even Cinderella. Is it really Cinderella if it's not like the Grimm's fairy tale version where the... It's, it's a Cinderella-type story. Right. I like, the, I like the original original, like the Grimm's fairy tale one. Well, I guess that's not the original original, but I like the Grimm's fairy tale one where the sisters are literally cutting parts off their feet to try and fit in the... Uh, Glass slippers. And then they got their eyes pecked out by ravens at the end. Yeah, Grimm's fairy tales were, uh, grim. were dark. <laughs> they were grim. It's kind of the whole point. Dude, the Sleeping Beauty one is fucked up, too. 
Oh, yeah, that she was basically raped and then gave birth while she was still asleep. And then the child sucks the uh, piece of uh, the splinter out of her finger. And then she wakes up and she goes, oh, I've got kids and I'm queen. Okay, who was not stopping this? Peter Pan's just about a bunch of dead children. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Didn't I didn't know that one actually. I think Little Mermaid. Don't they eat her? Uh, I think so. Yeah. No, she, she actually just dies on the beach because uh, she gives her lungs and legs underwater, but her legs they literally she just cuts her tail in half, so she bleeds out and drowns. Hot. Yeah. The, the moral of that story is. Don't do stupid shit for a dude or a woman. Either way. Either way. Don't change who you are. Don't change who you are for some dick. Hmm. Yeah. Deep. So, let's yeah, take... Unless it's a deep dick. Let's take a quick break so that I can get another drink. And then we'll come back with Gamer's Corner. Hi, it's the flannel guy again. If you join us on Patreon, you get access to a Discord where you might get to talk to me, and I might still be talking like this. Welcome back to the 8-Bit Cat Show. Hey, that's us. Hey. Hi. Hi-o. Say Hello, hi, Katie. Peter. See, we got a cat now. Um, yeah, so we're going to get into some Gamer's Corner. That's the gaming part of the show. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> PlayStation 5 uh, September fir- firmware update just happened. Um... On top of being able to customize your control center to span parties, there's 3D audio uh, optimization. The big exciting thing is they've approved storage expansion. So you can now put a... Uh... M.2 SSD between a 2 and 4 terabyte inside your PS5. In it. In it. It's a sadly small amount for the amount of work you have to do to get it in there. I was about to say, like, don't you have to take this whole fucking thing apart? Yeah. Yes. That seems like a lot of work. Why can't I just plug it into the back of it? Exactly. Unknown. Okay. Because like with an Xbox, you can just plug it into the back of it. Exactly. I mean, you can with the PS5 as well, but it won't read PS5 games. It Yeah, that's dumb. It is. Yeah, with the Xbox, you can plug whatever you want into the back of it. But here's yeah, the thing. With PS5, I can play God of War, so uh, I still win. Oh, I don't God of War. But here, so uh, yeah, but with the Xbox, you can play Halo Infinite. I can do that on computer, too, and it'll be better. So here's the thing. Um, <laughs> PS4 did the same thing, though. Like, when they first were like, oh, you can do storage expansion. At first, it was only internal. And then I think it was like a year or two later, they allowed you to do external. So I imagine they will probably take a similar route with this. That still seems dumb. I mean, yeah, but at least it's something. Uh, yeah, but... I don't think we, I don't I don't feel like getting excited over little things that I should have already been able to do with the thing when they gave it to me. I take my wins where I can get them. It doesn't feel like a win when it should have just been an option that when you paid a ridiculous when we paid a ridiculous sum of money for the thing. Look, just don't get me started on it. I would like to, <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to get you started. No. We're not talking about release dates on this one. It doesn't matter. Same shit. Just different subject. Well, put a pin into that because I'm going to circle back to that later. We're circling back. We're going to circle back. But first, we're going to talk about the THQ Nordic 10th Anniversary Showcase. Um, so I, I love Is that pronounced thick? THQ? No, it's, thick. it's pronounced THQ. That shit's thick. 
Thick and sound. Stupid. Um, THQ Nordic has produced some of my favorite games, um, including like the Darksiders franchise. Um, so I was pretty excited for this. Um, so they opened their show with Destroy All Humans 2. I've Regroup. heard of Destroy All Humans. Did you play it at all? No, but I've heard of it. It's amazing. You murder everybody as an alien. His name is, is Crypto. It, is it? Uh, so it's it's pretty accurate? You destroy all humans? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. They've gotten super crazy with this one, though. Um, fucking Godzilla shows up. I bet he can destroy some humans. It's unclear whether he's friend or foe, but... Both. Yeah. Probably both. kind of always both. In the first game, you were really limited to, like, America, and it looks like on this one it's going to be, like, worldwide, so I'm pretty excited for that. So you really get to destroy all humans this time, not just destroy all Americans. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That sounds nice. That's inclusive. I like that. <laughs> Peter, thoughts? Uh, I mean, destroy all humans has always been a fun kind of game, but it's not something I get crazy hype about. It, it's, it feels like a put up the game on because you don't want to think while you're for a minute kind of game. I love those games. Yeah, it's a veg game. No. <laughs> I don't like vegetables. So we also got... Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Dying. I'm okay. Yay. Everything's fine. Choking on that bullshit. <laughs> Choking on that bullshit. <laughs> um, Outcast 2, A New Beginning. Uh, which is apparently like... They're bringing back a game from forever ago. I don't know. Never played it. Not familiar. Um, we got to look at another game, Expeditions Rome, which kind of looks like your tickle. T- t- Typical. Tickle. It's a tickle. Tickle. What's a tickle pole? It's a great question. A uh, strategy, like a Halo Wars type of. You mean like civilization? Yeah. Or... There you go. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I was looking for it. Where Command and Conquer. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got the next RPG. MX. A third person RPG. I'm sorry, go ahead, Peter. Nothing. I was mumbling to myself. You're good. Got no, it. No, no, mumble out loud. So we got the look at the next. Sorry, I was mumbling to myself. You told me to do it. No, I wanted I wanted Peter to mumble out loud. I wanted to hear what he actually said. Oh. I don't no, hear uh, the most likely the term you were looking for was RTS, and it's not that hard. Yes, thank you. Real time strategy. <laughs> It's past my bedtime, okay? Smart ass. Um, so we also got and dumbass. MX, the next MX versus ATV. It's going to be Legends. Um, I don't know that one either. Motorcycles, mo- ATVs. Yeah. Motocross versus ATV. Yeah. Oh, MX then doesn't it's make sense to me. Motocross made sense to me. MX doesn't. Well, that's that's what it's called. MX. MX versus ATV. Motocross. Yeah, it's motocross. They, it's easier to sell MX than motocross. Never heard of it. Uh, motocross called MX. Have that's you what, never heard of the yeah, MX? That's what they call the game. It's basically MX versus ATV. That's dumb. It You've never heard MX of the on MX on the game? No, never. Not They've once. It's been out forever. I'm not a PlayStation. I've never really been a PlayStation guy. It's not a PlayStation, just any game. Well, yeah. it's, it's on Xbox. We, it's on these are on everything. This isn't a oh, specific cool. console. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so moving on. Uh, <laughs> they showed off um, another game called Super Power 3. I didn't take any notes on it because it wasn't memorable, so we're just going to move Ouch. on along. Ouch, burn. <laughs> burn. Super Power 3 sounds interesting. That one was thin, not thick. <laughs> 
I also watched this showcase like two weeks ago, so you know, like dos semanas. Oh. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a Fortnite. That's a full Fortnite. So right there. Uh, we also got Elix Two. I feel like Peter. I feel like this is a game that you might have been excited about. Did Elix. E L E X. The first one, Elix. Oh no, no, that's not a game of series I've messed with before. Oh, I'm confusing it with something else, then my apologies. Probably like Helix. Um, then we got a look at Jagged Alliance 3, which is a top-down tactical game, um, which looked kind of kind of cool, kind of all right. And then they ended the show with SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake. Honestly. I will say, honestly, I, have, I think I have played a THQ game then. If they made the other the SpongeBob games, because those are actually solid games. Those SpongeBob games are actually pretty solid. I, well, I've enjoyed those. They've got around. they've got another one coming out. The writing's great. Actually, the gameplay has been fantastic. I mean, I'm sure it's SpongeBob. They're pretty good, talented writers. To and Tom Ken- and but... Tom Kenny actually does all the voiceover for oh, yeah. it, so it it really it, the, it sounds right. The too. animation looked really good. <sighs> It was the one thing I saw in that entire showcase. I was like, oh, I might get that. It's just... I'm ready. What were you excited about? The Nintendo Direct. What's Nintendo? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just fucking... What's you know with what? the Direct? What's what's going on there? Why is, what is, so, what Peter, it did you watch the Nintendo Direct? I watched parts of the Nintendo Direct. I'm assuming you're excited about the Mario thing. You're skipping ahead, sir, but yes. Sorry, I'm going to start from the beginning and we're going to go through it. Um, so, Ooh. they opened with the expansion pass for Monster Hunter Rise called Sunbreak, which is coming out summer 2022. So, that's House Hunter Rise by Minmax. Huh. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, then we also got a look. They're doing another Mar- Mario Party. It's going to be Mario Party Superstars coming out October 29th. Um, so, it's going to have the exact same characters as always. What makes them superstars? They're the, the, you'll be able to play this one locally online. Um, locally online. That makes you a superstar. Or there's online support, so you can play locally online, or you can play like Peter, like we could all play together online. But what is Okay, so we. Like, locally online means, like, if I have a Switch and you have a Switch, we can hook together on the same Wi-Fi and play. Oh, okay. Or if you have, like, the um, Nintendo Switch online service, like, you can play with your friends. You know what would be cool is you could just play split screen. On a Switch? No, not on a Switch. No, guess what? You can hook it up to a fucking TV. It's big enough. It'd be neat if you could. I didn't say you couldn't. And you can. You can definitely. Peter, Peter wants to talk. What do you got, Peter? I mean, you don't split screen on Mario Party anyway. They're party games. You're all on the same screen constantly. Well, why do you need two Switches anyway? You you don't necessarily... Well, what if you were on a road trip? And you're in, like, in a hotel and you can't like hook your ship. Look, when it comes to him driving and doing things, I wouldn't trust <laughs> it. <laughs> Normally, if we're on a road trip, I'm driving. I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to play video games. Driving with his knee, just going... Oh, I'm a fucking. Uh, I'm gonna get you. Oh fuck! Damn it! I keep losing. I don't you, know why I keep losing. Hold on, no, no, no. You think I couldn't do I'm it? I'm driving. <laughs> hey, Mario Kart, she beat me. But if we were playing Smash Brothers, I think I could beat her while driving. While driving. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I could beat her while driving. Anyway, and then we got a look at this game I've never heard of. Um, is like a new IP. It's called Voice of Cards: The Isle of Dragon Roars. It's like what? one of those 
card games, but it's, you know, video games. So it's Yu-Gi-Oh? Kind of, except it's also, it's like a role-playing card game. It's like really weird. I was not into it. I was not feeling it, but it is coming out October 28th. The demo is out now if you'd like to give it a try yourself. I mean, it sounds it sounds like a game that I have. It seems where, interesting. Where it's like... Um, Intriguing, at least. Uh, there's a game that's either on Steam or something like that called like Wizards and Cards or something like that. And it's pretty much just an RPG where you, you kind of build your own like wizard castle for students and stuff. Almost like Hog- yeah, almost like Hogwarts. But it's all based off of cards and random... Draw. Draw. Yeah, that sounds what like this is. Kind of. Except yeah. instead of building a character, like you already have a character and you're... Building on top. Yeah. Um, and then we got Disco Elysium Final Cut. I'd heard of this game. Disco Elysium? Disco Elysium. But okay. what makes me want to play this game is the intro is this. Become a hero or an absolute disaster of a human being. And I said, you know what? I'm in. See, I wish uh, I don't like games like that because I'm already an absolute disaster of a human being. I don't want to do that in a video game, do these? It's supposed to be escapist uh, fantasies. It sounds like Fable. Yeah. You know, being which, very terrible to people or which, being very good to people. Which Fable Peter, was... did you ever play the disco games? No, I, I considered grabbing them, but I ended up, I think I bought Divinity instead. Ah. <laughs> I don't yes. know, I liked Fable. Oh, well, okay. if you're interested... Fable 2 is legit. I, want, I played all of them. Maybe. The digital version comes out October 12th, and the physical edition comes out next year. 3 was just okay. They could have been so much year. What? I prefer physical editions of games, so I'm going to be waiting for them. Yes. You might be waiting Same. forever. They're probably never going to yeah. make digital... They're probably never going to make physical editions of games ever again. <laughs> they're really going away from it, and it makes me sad, too. I know. That's why you gotta uh, keep an eye on limited run games. Yeah, you can get your, you can get the, uh, you can get now. There's a bunch of games now that you can get the, um, the steel, uh, the steel book cover. <gasps> Mr. Kitty, you've entered the podcast. What's up, Mr. K? Yeah, you can get the steel book cover, but you'll never oh get a God, disc hello. to put inside of it. Peter, Mr. Kitty has entered the podcast. Oh really? He's on the table and everything. Somebody, I'll lock him into my spot, and I'll just be the cat now. <laughs> Perfect. He's very confused. You could honestly take any spot at this point. <laughs> we can put you in here digitally anywhere. Yeah. Like here or there? Here? Or there? There? Yeah. Any like spots. It, it, it'd almost be like you were here already. <laughs> um... So then we got uh, Expansion Pass Wave 2 for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Um, it's called Guardian of Remembrance, and that comes out October 29th. Wow, you spelled Remembrance so wrong. Yeah, I did, but you're not <laughs> supposed to be looking at my screen because you make fun of me when I spell words wrong. <laughs> you know what's really bad is, like, it's I could have just it's, done it's this. It's not even tire, in the spell check. it's tear. It's, it's even in the spell check. Like, it had the red line it's underneath like every, it. Every episode we have Wait. this. It's the same well, thing. Yeah, come on, do it now that I'm gone. She literally could have right-clicked it and fixed it and <laughs> just did it now. Um, What's up, Fatso? So Fatso. we're also getting Chocobo. Ch- Ch- Chocobo? Chocobo. Chocobo. It, it could be Chocobo. Chocobo the Chocobo. That's like your favorite game series and you couldn't say Chocobo? I fucked it up, guys. 
Is it, is, wait, no. is, is it Jacobo or is it Chocobo? It's Chocobo. Okay. You need, Chico- I, I, you need, a, you need to get a painting or a t-shirt that now says Chocobo the Chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Someone make me that shirt. What, what's Chocobo? <laughs> it's just a name. No, no. What, what, I don't know what the show, this game is. A Chocobo? Oh, do you know what a Chocobo? Choco- Chocobo. What the fuck's a Chocobo? It's, um, it's, it's one of the birds you ride in Final Fantasy. Wow. So it's, they yeah. come in. Not one of them. Peter, send Zach a picture of a chocobo. Uh, if it's the thing from Final Fantasy, I know what it is. I've just never played Final um, Fantasy. So, I didn't yeah, know this, what it was called. So this is, this isn't. It's a weird bird re- thingy. I was really excited because when I saw it, I thought it was going to be another Chocobo Tales. And no, I loved that game on the PS. it's a GP. It's a racing game, isn't it? And I was really excited because I love Chocobo Tales on the DS. But no, it's just a fucking another Mario Kart yeah, but with Final Fantasy okay. characters. It's a racing game. It's coming out next year. It's going to be online play. That's all I want to say about it because I'm really sad. Chocobo the Chocobo. I mean, you do realize you're probably going to get to race around this club now, right? Yeah, but I want Chocobo Tales. Square Enix, <laughs> make Chocobo Tales. Okay, so it's not even, you're not even like running. It's, it's a car that looks like one of these things. No, that is a that's an actual chocobo like on skates. Oh, um, the, he's on the, skates. The, the, the rest of the are on in cars. I thought he was like kneeling down. It was like not just. But that's the thing car. about chocobos. Like, why do they even need skates? Skates aren't they like ostrich fast? It was the same thing with the Sonic racing series where they were all in cars. Like, why does Sonic need to be in a no, car? You're right. Well, because Sonic can't drift. Um. And then I didn't, I didn't watch it today, but they did say that on October 5th, uh, the that final Super Smash Brothers character would be revealed. Um, I did watch that today. What was it? Or who was uh, it? Sora. Who was it? Sora. Ah. I thought you said Thor, and I was like, what? Sora from Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. That's actually kind of neat. For all three of his different appearances in the games, as well as when he goes back into like the original Disney World, so he's all black and white. No, nice, nice, sweet. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I think like the nineteenth of this month. So that yeah, that'll be the last. And so then I guess they have to work on another Super Smash game. Give the dude a break. He's been working on this game nonstop for at least four years. No, no, I didn't mean like I didn't. I didn't mean like, oh, they need to do that right away, but I guess like there's no more characters for this, so the next step when they're ready, will they're just gonna make another well, Super Smash. In the defense, it had eighty that has eighty two fucking characters. Apparently it's eighty two in this version. Yeah, I believe it. And none of them are Waluigi. What the fuck? <laughs> isn't he a isn't he a trophy or something, Peter? Yeah, he's a trophy. Yeah, he's Honestly, a- when, when the video was, when I was watching it, the chat was just getting mad that it wasn't Goku. Like, they considered that a real possibility that they would add Goku to Smash. My question is, people apparently thought Master Chief would have been an option, too. How is Master, Ma- but, but Master Chief going to show up in a Nintendo game? Kind of the same way Solid Snake did. Yeah, copyright, you know, being able to get the copyrights for it. Uh, uh, yeah, but Microsoft's not going to let go of that. I mean, I mean they, if they get a cut. License them out to be in Fortnite for a little while. Yeah. It's also worth noting that Banjo Kazooie is technically owned by Microsoft. Oh, he is, isn't he? 
Yeah, he was an original Xbox. Yeah, exclusive. but Master when, Chief is their bread and butter. He is literally their boy. He's yeah. on everything. They they, they they need they need continuity they need continuity of character on that one. And at the same time, if you're gonna put Goku in there, that's just a can of worms you're trying to open up there. Yeah, who would yeah. fight? Oh, actually, though, I do want to know who would win in a fight: Kirby or Goku? Also, Kirby going Super Saiyan would be fucking amazing. Speaking of Kirby, <laughs> guys, we're getting Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Spring 2022. Awesome. I, I I do like Kirby games. They're solid. This one looks. Oh my god! So it's this one's like the full 3D Kirby game, right? Yes, and so it takes. I actually a, heard about this one. All right. It takes place in a past civilization, which is like modern day abandoned today. Like it's a post-apocalyptic Earth kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, but it's like it's like the original like Mario sixty four. It's like full three D. Except it looks, looks better looks than like, Mario sixty four. But, but that was like the first that was like the first Mario movie game where you're like, oh, he's actually like everywhere. Yes, Mario sixty four is what really um, pushed did the final push towards like the three D. Uh, yeah, 3D I'm just what I'm saying. But now it's Kirby, and I like Kirby way better than Mario. Fuck Mario. It's a you. Oh, you a sucker, you. I can't, so, wait. I can't wait for Chris Pratt to be doing that. I'm sorry. Shh, oh, we're going to talk about that? Oh, sorry. I didn't know we were talking about that. I didn't remember that. Pin. It's in the same direct. So then um, they said, hey, guys, we know that we're telling you about Nintendo stuff right now. Um, and you probably want to know what's happening at Animal Crossing. But we're not going to tell you right now. We're just going to tell you that we're going to tell you about it in another month. So apparently sometime. How does that make you feel, Tom? <laughs> sometime. <laughs> Sometimes this fucking face. I need that face full in the camera right now, please. He's so mad. Hey, so we're gonna release stuff, but we're not gonna tell you when we're gonna release stuff. We're gonna tell you we're gonna tell you we're gonna release stuff. So sometime this month they're gonna have a full Animal Crossing direct where they're gonna tell you about the free content they're releasing in November. Hey, it's free at least. Hey, Tom, it's free. It's free. You don't have to pay for it. It's that is so fucking stupid. That is so goddamn stupid. Oh, God, Peter, I wish you could see his face right now. He's so mad. My God. So guess what, guys? So I know we got some content coming out. It's going to be, we're going to release it. We're going to tell you about it this month when we're going to release it next month. Soon reality, we're releasing it next month. Hey, it's all free, by the way. So instead of just telling you now, we're just going to, like, let y'all sit on it. It's perfectly fine. And then when November comes, might not tell you anyway, but it's free content, so not like you guys are paying for it, so fuck you. <laughs> stupid. Ow. Bullshit. That's why I hate games now. A simple reason. I just wait till shit comes out and people are like, oh, it's a good game. And I go, oh, I didn't even know it was out. Cool. I'll go check it out. Oh, Tom, I, I love crap. you. Microtransactions and pre-orders. Those are the two things I'm going to Never so, happening with me again. I'll never pre-order anything. Back to Nintendo stuff. Um, so then they were like, hey, Mario Golf Super Rush, here's a bunch of free updates and told us about the free updates. Um, and then they're um, bringing back Disney Magical World. Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition. You can download <laughs> one now. And then two is coming out holiday 2021. Is one of free? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it was free. They probably wouldn't tell you anyway, so it's okay. But anyway, and then um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the port is coming November 11th on the eShop. Of this month? 
November 11th. Of this year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, this is October. You know uh, I mean. Yes, this year. This year. November 11th. That's 11, just a, 11. And that's just the pure port? That's not the one that they're remaking? No, this is just whatever, a pure right? port. You, it's download. You have to buy it on the eShop. Yeah. And then I, mean, I like that game, but I don't like the Switch's controller, so I don't know if I have to play it on the Switch. You can play it on the Pro with the Pro controller. Yeah, but I don't like that controller either. That controller's shit too. Are you excited, Pita? It's a slight remaster. It's not a port, um, but it's it's a very small change. I mean, I've got a million copies of that game at this point, so not really, but still. <laughs> I'm ready for the full remaster thing. We're not going to talk about it. Tom's going to get mad again, and we have other things to get through. So, yeah, I'd like to see that. Dying Light 2, Stay Human Cloud version, whatever the fuck that means, is coming out February 4th. What, what the fuck does that mean? It means you'll have to stream the game. Thank you. Wait, what? That means you're not getting a physical edition. You have to stream it on your like, Switch. Like, you don't even get to download it. But it won't be, a, like, the Switch can't handle the game. So you're going to have to stream the game to your Switch. Oh. So, like, you can't even download the game to your Switch. It basically is like playing the Stadia. That seems dumb. So, Dying Light Platinum Edition, October 19th. Um, we got another look at Triangle Strategy, which was a game they announced, I think, two years ago at E3. Yeah, but they did. Um... It's a 2D tactical RPG made by the people that did Octopath Traveler. Um, They've done some updates since they released the demo back in February. um, And that has a release date now of March 2022. Uh, Metroid Dread comes out. They gave us another look at that. um, But that's coming in a couple days. That should be cool. And then... Metroid Dread's coming out in three days. Triangle Strategy was announced a few months ago. Um, Nintendo's usually pretty good about announcing something and then give it, having it coming pretty quickly. No, Metro it was... A, when they first announced Triangle Strategy, it was like two years ago at E3, and it didn't even have a name yet. No, it was called Triangle Strategy. And they, they released a demo a few days later. Pyramid Scheme. Pyramid Scheme. Triangle anyway. Strategy, Pyramid Scheme. <laughs> so, oh my god, that's the new name for Pyramid Schemes. Oh, I'm part of a Triangle Strategy. You want to get on this? <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online, um, they made some announcements for that. They're coming out with a new plan, um, which is going to have different costs associated with it. But um, N64 and Sega games are coming to Nintendo Switch, baby. Uh, the big deal that I'm excited about on that one is you're gonna they're, they have an, a, a new Switch compatible and like well not even just compatible but Switch designed for the Switch N64 controller and Sega. I oh, fuck the Sega controller. That was a sh- piece of shit controller too. Uh, but the N64 <laughs> controller is a piece of shit controller in the perfect way. I'm sorry, Peter. What did you say? That controller was designed for an alien. It has three different handles for three arms. Exactly. I love it. It, it is the it is the biggest piece of shit controller in the world. But for the perfect reasons, it makes no sense. It hurts your wrist. It hurts your thumb. I hope. Honestly, I have nostalgia for that. I hope that it still hurts my wrist and it hurts my thumb when I use that. That fucking joystick stuck, sucks. <laughs> no, and then see, it would start to what, die on that joystick. That's so you'd what have I'm to, excited like, force about. It forward and, I, I hope that, like, uh, if, they, I, if they use, like, the new modern joystick thumbstick technology and put it in that so it doesn't wear out immediately. It won't be a true replica if you don't break it in a month. So, <laughs> like I said, like I could use an update. And if I can now play Goldeneye on the. Uh, <laughs> On the uh, Switch, I'm I'm okay. I want, but I want to play it with that controller because that's the only way I know how to play that game and be good at it. 
What's coming late good. October? So later this oh, the, month. This is a new tier of the membership they're releasing. Did they say any of the benefits beyond just, oh, hey, now you'll get N64 and Sega Genesis games? I don't remember. Not really. Because no. I, I couldn't see anything beyond that. It seemed like that was the main focus. This is a higher paid tier of a membership that you already barely paid anything for, I guess. Correct. To get access to their online stuff, and they're just doing it to give you a few more games that they could have already been giving you. Yes. Well, apparently their reasoning is that because the N64 and Sega games take more power, um, and they are something else that I'm not remembering, that that's what you're paying more money for. Is the I mean, these are games that run megabytes of news data. That, that's not exactly. Yeah, the N64 means it's got, it's 64-bit. Uh, I'm sorry, there's not that much data in that. Uh, they cannot be uh, really that. I'm just, I'm just saying what that's what they said. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds like, that sounds like a bullshit. What was that? <laughs> this is clearly some nonsense, like... Yeah, they, they really are just going to charge you extra money to get access to these games that they specifically held back. That's why, like, the first thing they show you is Ocarina of Time's coming for it. Yeah, they that, know but not even right away. Them. You have to wait for that. Yeah, that's a bullshit yeah, excuse. It's not going to hit until November, right? I, did they even say? I thought they just said later. No, I thought they said November. Go ahead, Tom. Go ahead. Let it out. Tom, I'm just as angry here, so go for it. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm just letting you take over the reins here for once. Just let your anger out, Peter. Let it out, Peter. You're not getting any other benefit besides that you'll get access to these old games that they could have already been giving you. They could have had you just buy them single purchase, but they're going to have you subscribe to them so you can keep getting money to play a game that you played 20 years ago, master 20 years ago, and really don't need to play again. I guess that's the only reason I'm sort of okay with the subscription thing is because then I didn't have to pay for the one game that I'm like going to go, okay, yeah, I don't know how to play this game. Why the fuck am I playing this game again? I played this 20 years ago, and I've already beat it 2,000 times. Wait, why am I doing this? Just remake and remaster the uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I'd buy it. Hey, and Goldeneye. And Goldeneye, yeah, I'd buy them. Oh, if you remade and remastered Goldeneye, I'd yeah. buy the shit out of that game. Yeah, I mean, if, the even if it played the exact same way. Sorry, go ahead, Peter. They did a Wii version of that game that was great. I mean, yeah, they, they used the modern James Bond actor, but it was still really solid. <laughs> Wasn't that Quantum something? Quantum of Solace was its own separate game. They did a remaster of GoldenEye. They replaced Pierce Brosnan with the modern James Bond Daniel actor. Craig? Daniel Craig, yeah. It's the original game, just with Daniel Craig now instead. Oh, fuck that bullshit. <laughs> Daniel Craig wasn't in GoldenEye. Pierce Brosnan was in GoldenEye. It's... A, it's, it, it's, it's... Pierce Brosnan paid the king in the Cinderella thing I watched. It would be kind of funny though, to play the 007 game and have that same like weird fog that they played with, you know, when you're walking through some levels. I love that fun. shit. I want to see that stupid shit. Yeah, I yeah, think it'd be fun know, to be remastered. You know, they, you know why they had the weird fog? It's because they couldn't render what they were yeah. trying to do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Point being, Tom's right. They should have just remastered these games and re-released them for the Switch Network. They didn't need to do this subscription thing just to keep making money out of nostalgic people. Mm-hmm. But again, people are stupid, and they'll buy this crap. I'm gonna if they had done like a Zelda 25th anniversary thing, like they did with Mario, yeah, I would have bought that right away. I don't care about the yeah, about time it. to pick it up. Yeah. But this, it, it frustrates me. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. I mean, probably will, because Goldmap, it's still a dick move, and I'll play the game, cancel the subscription immediately. <laughs> 
Well, tell us when you uh, buy it so that I can play against you. <laughs> we're doing slappers only. Slappers only in remote mines. That's all, that's all we're doing. Slappers only, remote mines. Slappers only, remote mines. Uh, and uh, I'm sure Big Head as well, right? Oh, no, no, not Big Head. That's cheating. If we're not using guns? Oh, no, it's, yeah, but it's, it, it is funny. I'll give you that. <laughs> that is one reason, again, I love the N64 controller. Because you always went over to your buddy's house, and there was always one broken controller. If you had four, which you were like, oh, fuck, he's got four. But one was always broken. We always had a buddy. I always went over to his house. One was broken. That guy it was just escort mission. All he got was he, he just his, his thing was broken, so it just he just judo chopped the entire time. You couldn't stop it, and so everybody else just tried to blow that guy up, and he just tried to run away. That's that's why that game was so much fun because everything was always broken. It was amazing. So, go ahead. Yeah, we're good to move on to the next thing. Oh, this for is sure. For sure. Um, so they're also... Shadowrun Trilogy is coming next year. They took, I guess, the first three games, threw them in a trilogy. It's next year. Uh, we got Castlevania Advance Collection, the four games and that. That's out now. Uh, Act Razor Renaissance was OG NES game that they've updated. Um, it's like you battle, cultivate, and world build. I don't know. It looked weird. That's out now. Uh, it, I don't know if it was Deltarune or Deltarune or Deltarun or whatever. It was this weird little pixel game. looked weird as shit. Chapter 1 and 2, ass out now. It's weird. Uh, and then we got the highlight reel, which is a quick rundown. Um, uh, Hot Wheels Unleaded, Surviving the Aftermath, Chimigami Tensei 5, Wreckfest, Arcade Archives, and Rune Factory 5. Wait, so like, it's a Hot Wheels game? No, like they were like, "Hey, here's a bunch of other games that we're working on that are coming out soon." But it's, but it, but it's a Hot Wheels game. No, it in the they had a highlight reel where they took was that six games and said, "Here's a quick trailer of six games." So there's a Hot Wheels game, and then and that's what I'm saying. So there's a Hot Wheels game. He's asking. Not it's a yes. Hot Wheels game. So there is going to be a Hot Wheels game. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then I feel like it'd be ridiculous. See, my question is: Is it like Roller Coaster Tycoon, where like where you build tracks that you run Hot Wheels on? It doesn't or matter. Do you drive Hot Wheels around on a track. It doesn't matter. There's no release date. No, it, they they did give release dates. I just didn't write them down. They've got release dates. Really good about giving release dates. Very rarely are they going to announce something that's not coming soon. Yeah, fuck you, Tom. Like um, with the, when they said the next Kingdom or the final Smash character is coming, they re- gave the info today because it's releasing in two weeks. More importantly, so then <laughs> we got the biggest announcement ever. Illumination. Ever? I don't know if ever. They've tar- they've partnered with Illumination, and they're making. That was, that was weird. Did you hear that? See, she went on shit. He is. He's totally chewing on shit. Oh my god, he's totally fucked my ears up. <laughs> Mr. Kitty, you're not allowed to be in charge of audio anymore. That man is a terrible producer. <laughs> I just want to tell you guys about the Mario movie. So it's by the uh, people that made uh, the Despicable Me movies? Yeah. Coming out holiday 2022. So that's a, that's a year from now. Apparently, Listen I have... Listen to this cast. <laughs> what was that, Peter? No, she's saying it now. Go for it. As Mario, we have Chris Pratt, Peach, Anya Taylor-Joy. I don't know who she is. Everybody else I knew in this thing, but I, I don't know her. Luigi will be played by 
Charlie Day. That's a perfect casting to be like sad, like uh, jealous <laughs> Luigi. It's going to be perfect. Bowser, Jack Black. I, I don't know about it, but I think he can do a great job. Toad, Keegan-Michael Key. Yes, 100%. Donkey Kong, Seth Rogen. Okay. And then, I don't really know why, but I'm here for it. <laughs> and then Charles Martinet, who currently does the voice of Mario, is going to make surprise cameos. So is, are they turning Donkey Kong into a stoner in this movie? Because Seth Rogen only plays stoners. No, nobody knows. Is there any audio of this yet? No, uh, no there's not. So. But, him as a stoner. <laughs> but I have heard uh, that they have uh, that Chris Pratt has been working on the voice for like three months already. And he's like, I think you'll be really happy with the results of what we've worked on. He thinks, because people are already like, oh, why didn't you have an Italian person plays it, Mario? Jesus like, Christ. Because the whole point is. Because it's a white dude who actually plays this guy. And he goes, it's a me, a Mario. It, like, it, that's it, it. So that's all he does. That's the only words he's really supposed to say. <laughs> like, that's all he does. It's a white dude just making noise. He's been doing it for like 25 years. See, just see, the real issue I have with it is it. like. How am I going to watch an hour and a half long movie of It's a me, the worst stereotype in a video game? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a psychopathic murderer. Does no one remember. <laughs> racist Italian stereotype. <laughs> Does no one remember the Super Mario Brothers show? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was a racist. <laughs> Super racist. <Yes>. Super racist. <laughs> oh, you're a mama, I kill you. I'm excited. For I jump it. on the Koopa. <laughs> Actually, it seems like... Hey, turtles. Uh, <laughs> fuck turtles. <laughs> fuck the turtles. Fuck turtles. Uh, but honestly, I'll, I'll have to wait. I will actually watch a trailer on this one. I, I like to avoid trailers for a lot of movies, but I want to watch a trailer on this movie just to see what the fuck this is even going to be. God, yeah, there's a lot of speculation right now. It doesn't really make any sense like, because to they're do also, a Mario movie. They're also like, why... Charles Martinet is still around. Why aren't you just having him be Mario? I did see somebody put like a great, oh, what would be funny is if it's just a, it, a here we go. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> oh, hey, guys. And it's just Chris Pratt for the rest of the movie. <laughs> I'm just wondering about Toad. Keegan Michael Key is. See, but all of Toad's lines are just lots of yelling. Ah! Yeah. That's all. I, Toad think that's why you, I think that's why you hired Keegan Michael Key. It's got to be high pitch, like just yelling. See that that's what might be funny is that like in the games he's always yelled in a super high pitch. Yeah. But I think Keegan Michael Key can pull that off, but I want the rest of it to be like him like like shaft voice, like, Hey baby, what's up? They probably will at some point in time just change the voice just to be it, but God. I just can't. But so I guess it almost feels like is, is it, it, it are we gonna get like the Mario origin story? Because if Donkey Kong's there and Bowser's there well, that's it's almost the, like a. It's, well, that's part of the question: is that is it going to be like start off with a flashback because it says Mar- Charles Martinet is going to be surprise cameos and no one really knows what that means. So does that mean we're going to get like a flashback where it's going to be him as like young Mario or something and like him and Donkey Kong? Was Paulina going to be there? And then, or another uh, theory I heard was maybe it's going to be like a multiverse like type thing. The n- the Nintendo verse? Yeah, like the Nintendo verse. Okay, that would be fucking stupid. I don't so, need that. So pretty much Wreck It Ralph. They could just yeah. do what they did with the Mortal Kombat animated movies, where they have a completely different voice actor voicing Scorpion, but then Ed Boon pops in to do the Come Over Years and Get Over Years. <laughs> oh, you know what? That would make sense. That it's just it's just uh, it's just Chris Pratt like with a kind of bad Italian accent, except for when the here we go. Yeah. 
all the noises. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good one, right? Thanks. You're pretty solid at that. I practice that one a lot. <laughs> I walk through my shop at, at work, and I'll just sit there and I go, oh, wah, 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 wah. and then people are like, what are you doing? And I was like, I fell down. <laughs> I stubbed my toe. I stubbed my toe. Um, Give me, get, st- jump on a Koopa for me. What's that? What's that noise? Uh, what is it? It's like, wah. <laughs> like, that's pretty much it. Just him jumping. Any other thoughts on the Mario movie? There's a lot that we need to. There's a lot more we need to know. That's my only thought. Yeah, well, a lot more we need to know. Sounds funny. So uh, then, be interesting. The cast is huge. Yeah. We got Splatoon three. Um, this one's gonna have a single player campaign, and it's gonna be called Return of the Mammalians. Is that Mammalians? Sure. Did you spell out mammalians or is it mammalians? I think it's mammalian. I don't know. It's, it's definitely got a red line on it. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> no, I think it was mammalian because it was spelled funny. Okay. It was anyway, so <laughs> then we got the announcement that I've been waiting for forever. So back in 2017, they were like, hey, guys, Bayonetta 3 is going to be a thing. Finally! 2022, baby! Five years later, after they originally announced it. How do you feel about that, Tom? Give me your hot take on that real quick. Yeah, uh, even, no words need to be said. I think we got it. So, with that face right there, you sent me a thing. It was like, hey, we should talk about this article. And it was all about how God of War fans were being assholes. Because they were like, hey, we're making this game. And then it got delayed till next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean that... So I sent that to you because, like, yes, I might get pissed off about release dates and things, you know. I, I, I think that if you're going to promote a game, you should have it in a ready queue and say, hey, I'm ready to make this game. Um, the new God of War, the Ragnarok, they had pretty much a release date and it was the, ready to go almost, yeah is what they were saying and the lead actor Chris uh, Judge. yeah who plays um kratos yeah he basically uh i guess had some health issues so he the, had to have back surgery he had both hips replaced both knee replaced what the fuck happened to this guy oh, he got yeah, he like just, real fucked up yeah he just he, he's just been dealing with this for a while so the developing company basically said that we're not going to release it until he's because they want they and... want him to do all the work. Well, yeah, it makes sense. And they stood behind him, and they stood behind their decision. And um, a oh. bunch of fans got pissed off and started sending death threats mm-hmm. to the developers. Yep. See, that's the one that that's actually the only thing I'm okay with. Like, yeah, we knew we had a date. We had issues. Yeah. We want we want to have the guy that has been the voice of our franchise for the entire time it's been here. That well, guy not should, the entire time. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, just the for main the point. main point yeah. that they've had. But yeah, but I mean, they, since he's been talking. Yeah, but I mean, like, why Why would you, as as people, I mean, I get mad at developers for giving me no release date because it just makes no sense to give me a, an idea of a game and then go, yeah, this is what we're making. Okay, cool. You know, show it to me when it's done. But if you know the game's coming out and then you back out of a release date because one of your actors or one of your staff or even i mean even the development staff if someone of the development staff had died and you wanted to postpone it for just a moment to grieve or do whatever you needed to do like i think that's a legitimate excuse and as consumers we should understand like 
that shit happens that person those things things happen and you shouldn't be upset that a game didn't get released because of something human you yeah. know not just necessarily we're doing it because we want you to get excited it's more so like we're doing this because we care about our people hey or honestly i have no problem with the hey we i know this was our release date we told you right here but guess what the game's not going to be fixed it's not going to work it's going to be broken we need to push back the release date yeah I mean, that, that again is fine with me. I have no me. problem with that. I mean, this the cyberpunk issue, the cyberpunk issue that was that alone, that game should have been scrapped. If it took you twelve years, twelve and, to fifteen years, and you still released it broken, and you still released it broken, you should have just scrapped it, and you should have gotten new developers. You should have gotten different development staff, uh, managers, whatever it was, to make sure that that game could properly be managed or found a workaround and now is it a beautiful game yes it is but i mean you've basically had to rewrite code for multiple consoles just to make it towards the new gen consoles because you had it ready for computer and even computer was shitty computer still sucked yeah because it was so glitchy on computer and thought, the, but at, and and pc was the best of the versions. yeah and it was just it just didn't work out but i mean with with the god of war stuff like i highly respect the development company just for making that decision, doing yeah. that because I mean that's I fuck everybody else. That's how you should do it. Yeah, because that 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 actor is your main staple, and they've been putting a lot of work and effort to. Why are you going to try and rewrite them just for somebody to go? Oh, I have a game. No, fuck you. Like, why? No, don't, I, don't I, do I, that. I appreciate the decision. Yeah. So I I I, I back them up. Here's the thing. So I I just want to kind of st- take a step back here for a minute because originally. We didn't know why it had been why it had been delayed. The only reason we found out is because Chris Judge himself came out on social media and yeah. was like, "Hey, this is what happened. This is why it um you know, it was delayed. It was because of me." But like st- stemming back, so before we found that out, we had, "Hey, God of War Ragnarok, it's coming out soon-ish eventually. We don't know." So our last big topic of discussion, you were like, no, if people do that, you should boo. And, you know, you shouldn't put up with that stuff. So, and I'm not saying that people should have sent the developers death threats. I think that's no, I think fucking that's ridiculous. highly unacceptable. But, like... There's never an excuse for that. No, there's never it's an excuse. Kinda, it kind of... Just don't buy the fucking game. It kind of goes back to, like, the point that I was making before is that you, you don't know what goes into these things, so you don't know why something might be pushed back as far as is being pushed back, or you don't know why, why something might be being delayed. In a way. I mean, the only reason we found out that it was the main actor is because he released his own health information. The company right. as a whole can't do anything like that because that's a HIPAA violation. You can't release your employees or anybody that's affiliated with you, their medical records. What they could have done is put out a press release saying, hey, we have some important matters that we're taking care of, you know, with the game and with the staff or whoever you want to say. You don't have to name names. You don't have have to do anything. Just we're having some changes in the companies. Whatever you wanted to basically give you an out to say, hey, we're just not going to release it right now. And we're sorry. We do apologize, you know, but it's highly important. And we just ask for fans to understand and most fans should go okay well they kind of said hey there's something big and important so yeah speculate all you want who gives a fuck but they at least told you hey this is what's happening not just the game's broken or we can't get it to do this or whatever it's just like hey there's something important that has backtracked us just a small tad 
and it's nothing against you guys not something that i don't want to do but you know just gave a benefit of the doubt you know but again my biggest thing is when i say boo i say boo to the not to the companies that say hey i just delayed more so the companies have that go hey i have a game idea here's a little trailer of what we're working on we don't know when we're going to release it but stay tuned like okay cool so you're kind of giving me some in for what you're marketing but at the same time you're not giving me anything you're just basically saying we're we're doing a job great i don't care that you're doing your job show me the the results of your job you know when people come to my job they don't go oh so you've done mechanics work so that must mean you're really good no they go show me that you're good tell me that you're good you know like actually sell me on the product versus anything else and i sell service so i have to go out and show customers what i what they have what they see their damage all that stuff so for me it's it's a show and tell and for them, it's the same thing. It's a show and tell. They have to show their consumer what they're doing and then an expected, an expected result at the end of it, not just, yeah, most, hey. Most of the time, they're just is. telling. Yes, they're just and telling they're, you. They're just telling, not really actually showing any results. Yeah, it's, it's like going to a car mechanic and saying, yes, your, your struts are damaged. And they go, well, how can you tell? They're just damaged. Yeah, you don't trust that mechanic. You don't trust that mechanic. Don't give that mechanic your right. money. Go to get a second opinion. Right. So why would I want to trust a game that's going to say, oh, yeah, this game's going to be awesome. Take a look. And then you look at it, and you go, okay, show me that it's going to be awesome. You know, like, what else do you have that can prove that it's going to be awesome rather than just a fucking quick hey, video? And guess what? On God of War, they've shown a lot of stuff that shows that it's going to be look great really fucking play, awesome. Great stuff. They've actually shown you stuff that's actually going to work and guess out. guess what? It's going to be delayed a little bit now because they got to make sure that they have the right guy to finish yeah. off of what they're doing for their final touches. Like, hey, we're, we're trying to take care of you guys, but we're also trying to take care of our staff. And I respect a company who's going to take care of their staff and hey, say I back my who, guys up. Who will take a hit on on both uh, profit, yeah, and uh, I guess um, reputation, reputation in some ways, and hopefully they get a boost in reputation in other ways on yeah. that one. But it's one of those, yeah, they're willing to take a they're willing to take a hit because they go, no, this is the way that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We're gonna have to do it. And you know what? The 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 company there, they probably weren't expecting death threats, which is again never acceptable. But no. you know what? They were probably expecting some booze, and they were probably prepared for that. And they're like, "We understand. Yeah. Boo if you want." Yeah, boo if you want, but who but cares? This is what we got to do. Yeah, but if you're going to send death threats, like even the games, the developers who'll sit there and say, "You know, well, we don't have a release date, but here's a little thing." I'd never sell them a death threat. I'm just not going to buy their game. I wouldn't care if it's the best game ever. I just wouldn't buy it until maybe like four or five years when it gets discounted to like thirty dollars, and I go, "Well, you didn't make sixty bucks off of me. You'll make thirty dollars, and I'll play your game and I'll enjoy it." But I'm not going to give you the full amount just because of the simple fact that you fucked around with me for a little bit and said, oh, you're a dumb consumer. You know, don't be a dumb consumer. Get games. Developers should be held to a consumer standpoint, but the developers should hold consumers to a expectation. There's all about expectations like, hey, we are going to release a, a game on this day. That's my expectation for you guys to have an expectation of me. Then the consumer goes, okay, well, we expect it to be on this day. Once, you, once you're a developer and you don't give an expectation, you just go, hey, check this out. Like That consumer now has an expectation of the developer versus the other way around. So in a business standpoint, it doesn't work out. Yeah, but you also out. have to consider, too, like investors want to know what their money is going into. That's what they have in investor meetings for, not just E3 to show consumers. Because E3 is more so for consumers, not investors. Yeah, investors, yeah. 
has nothing to do with investors. An investor meeting is completely private. That's for investors to know what's coming out like afterwards. That's why you see, you know, investor meetings at like big corporations and in hotel rooms or, you know, boardrooms or something like that. They don't do this in a flashy setting where they're it's releasing it to the public. I would say that it does just on the grounds that it's showing a demand for this product. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I mean, in a way, because I mean, if you're an established developer, you know that you're probably going to have a demand for certain things. You know, I mean, yeah, you can sit there and say, like, God of War, like they could have put it out, said, hey, God of War is going to come out. But they should have probably already had an idea of like their time frame on what they're going to do. Like, hey, you know, our game development for God of War last time took us five years to do. And this was for a new PS4 console. Well, this God of War, we're going to use pretty much the same map, the same everything. It's just going to be switched around a little bit because it's the kind of realm you're playing in. You know, you're playing in Midgard, so you'll have a little bit of different stuff. But the reality is still going to be the same. Like, it'll take us about five years to make this, get all the voice acting, get all the other stuff that's going to be played in it, and then send it out to you guys. And then that's your time frame. Hey, in five years' time, this is what we're going to get to. So, yeah, if you put out a little teaser like, hey, this is what we're doing the expectation is in 2025, if they release this in 2020, you know, hey, like in 2025, we should see a final product. Cool. You at least gave me a date. You at least told me this is my time frame. This is the expectation I'm setting for you to understand this is when my game's going to come out. Now, if I don't meet that deadline, I should have a good excuse. You know, hey, the game's not working. It just didn't work out our way. Okay. Well, as a consumer, I have a choice now to say, well, fuck you. I don't want to wait so i'm gonna go somewhere else and now the developer has two choices one get better at making their games faster or within their time frames that they establish or two make sure that they don't put out shitty games like that like cyberpunk i can't fucking stand cyberpunk just for that simple reason that the developer basically kept just saying i can't i can't make this happen and we had to wait till this time when the technology was just right and bullshit you guys just didn't want to put out a shitty game and you had problems with your ai and you had problems with the clipping and the graphics and all the other shit that you wanted to fucking improve on shit mass effect was huge and that they had great graphics but again we're, we're on the concept of i want to see their fucking pores coming out of the vagina why why do you want to see that what's the point in that there's no point I see the back of their forehead the whole time, like Skyrim. I don't. The, the back of their forehead. Yeah. Back of their head, I think, is what he was aiming. No, the back of their forehead, because it zooms into their fucking head, and then you see the back of their forehead, and you see their eyeballs. That's what I'm trying to make the joke at. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was trying to make it light, because Jesus, this is getting real serious. Uh, in Cyberpunk, you really do. Developers of Cyberpunk, and it really. What? You broke up. Beta. Hey. By the testers, they just weren't allowed to fix it. It was pushed out by a different company. P- Peter, I'm going to need you to repeat what you just said because you like totally cut out. Yeah, I'm on a phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, so, what? So what I was thinking is you really shouldn't put all of this weight for stuff like the cyberpunk completely on the game devs themselves. Uh, especially with that, they did find all of the bugs that were present in the launch for Cyberpunk 2077. The QA team found that. Those bugs should have been worked on. They weren't allowed to be worked on. They launched the game in an unfinished state because it had been something like 12 years since they had announced it. Yes, I understand what you're saying. It was like, oh, you can't announce a game too early. But it is just to show, hey, this game's on the way. Hope you get excited about it. It's not like they're saying, hey, go pre-order this game 12 years in advance 
this isn't Duke Nukem fucking forever or anything like that. You can't, basically, the mindset you're throwing out seems kind of detrimental to the actual game devs themselves on the grounds that they're already dealing with shit like crunch time for trying to meet rushed deadlines. It it just seems a bit excessive. You're, You're putting stress on people that don't need it. No, I'm I'm not just putting it on the developers themselves. I mean, you make a good point that it's not just the developers. I mean, it's the management staff. It's the company that has developers. It's the testers. It's the Q&A people who do that stuff. Like, as a whole team, as a business, as a, and when I, when I say developer, I more so mean the whole, divi- like, the business of developing. So, like, like, God of War, like Santa Monica. Those are the guys that do the developing, the production staff, and all that other stuff those guys are responsible as a whole team. The the game could be done right now. Like the whole development staff could be done and they're just fixing any bugs that the Q&A are finding. But the release date has been postponed because either the one they're working on the voice acting or whatever it might be that they're working on. But again, it's more so down to the fact that as a production company, development company, you are setting expectations and deadline for yourself, not only yourself, but for the consumers to be excited because yes, you can, I mean, shit, our conversation just about a game coming out and saying, yeah, it'll be released sometime. Yeah. That gets people excited. But if you sat there and said, Hey, our expectation for this game is to come out in five years. Most people are gonna be like, Oh shit. Like this is about to come out like five years. Yeah. For a game is, it seems kind of excessively long, but in reality, like, okay, I'm, I'll be ready for this. Like, I may pre-order this. I might get excited. So as an investor, you might actually see a benefit for giving a certain time frame. Yes, it's a time crunch. Yes, these production facilities are going to be held to a, cert- or a certain standard and expectation from the consumers. But at the same time, like, as long as you're keeping up with your community and you're making them feel a little bit more included and doing certain things, like, you'll probably profit. I mean, the biggest... Biggest example right now that I have for this would be more so like um, a game called, uh, not Squad, but um, uh, Ground Branch. It's a uh, mill sim shooter. Basically, you kind of go around and they put out a workable game. It actually works. It's a fun game to play and it works perfectly fine. But they're looking to do a lot of updates and a lot of stuff that's coming out. And a lot of the people, they're losing a lot of their um, following strictly because they keep saying that they're going to do stuff. And they keep saying they're going to do stuff. And they keep saying they're going to do stuff. And there's no expectation. There's no like, hey, so we're going to release this probably at the end of December. And this is when our release date to a full game or to a new map or to a new set of features. It's just like, hey, so we're going to be putting out some updates later on. Stay tuned. Hey, I know you haven't got any updates, but just stay tuned. They're coming five months later hey i know you guys haven't gotten many updates we've done an update to kind of do some nice software to make it look a little better but stay tuned you know and they're losing a lot of following just because they keep doing that there's no expectation for a full game there's no expectation for some type of resolution in the game itself for what you played and what you put your time into because i put a lot of time into it and i i actually stopped playing it strictly because of that because they kept telling us like we're gonna oh, updates are coming, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I don't want to sit on a game and keep playing it and play the same map over and over again to be told, oh, yeah, updates are going to be coming soon. And soon, and to me, for a game that's already out, would be a month, two months, you know? And it could be just design features, like a new set of gear that you put on or a different map or something. But 
just fart in the wind. Nothing happens. It just smells like shit. So it's not not necessarily the developers who are doing the actual developing and writing code, just more so the development company, the production company that would be putting out putting out See, these expectations. I can, I can understand your point if at so let's take Kotor for example. Mm-hmm. What if there have been since we last talked, there have been two or three little like updates or showcases. Mm-hmm. If at every single one of those, they brought the same thing and were like, oh, yeah, we're working on this. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that would really irritate me. But they they sent out one video, and then the guy said, okay, it's going to be a while before you see anything else, but we just wanted to let you know that this is something we're working on. But I'm telling you now, it's going to be a little while. Like, he came out and said that. Yeah, what's a little while? He doesn't have an exact time frame. That's the thing. When they're first starting the development, they don't understand how quickly they're going to be able to get everything done. It's not like each individual thing has a set amount of time. Like, oh, rendering Revan's model will take us two weeks or anything like that. They may have to work on it and find the issues as they go. Yeah, but, I mean, you're saying that, it, again, we're going through the it's a total remaster idea that they're just basically working it from the ground up. But most people would assume and i'm going to assume that they're probably going to take most of their code that they already have and just tweak it and edit it and make it new and then write in some new things to put in better graphics and better design and a swoop here and a slash here that might not have been in the original game but you're still going to be using almost identical character models you're going to be just kind of rendering them a little bit different yeah it might take a little while but essentially, it's the same game. You're going to play the same story. What kind of script are you trying to write? What type of story are you trying to tell that's already been told? Well, I mean, from the sounds of it, it sounded like they were go- they were re- kind of rewriting the story because they said that it was going to honor the story, but they were changing stuff. I mean, no, it, I, I closer to like the Final Fantasy remake, like Final Fantasy VII remake, than it is to like Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Right. Because Crash, they did use a lot of the original code and actually fucked the game up in the engine. Right. But with Final Fantasy VII, that is a completely new game built from the ground up. Correct. Hmm. Which is basically what they're doing to Kotor. Is they were like, okay, here is the basic outline of of this game, and started from square two and right and that's why i think with i'm with the tom on this one though is get to square four out of six before you me. say something but that's the thing is they don't know how many squares there are yet they wasted all this time on making a video for you to get excited for well like, like we said the last time we talked about this it seems like the whole reason they even announced that the koto remaster was happening to begin with is because it had been leaked online so they're like yeah fuck it we're just going to tell you it's happening yeah it's happening uh, but they should have just said that. They wanted to hold that information for longer. They've been dropping hints about Revan for a while. They were probably going to keep dropping hints about Revan until they finally had something to actually present to us. Right, and then all they presented to you was a video of his mask getting lit up. Because it got leaked. Yeah, and I mean, that's silly to me. I mean, you're going to spend money to do a CGI rendering of a helmet, you know, being lit up, and you're going, oh, my God, this is KOTOR, yay. On, but, with Kotor, with Kotor specifically, though, like he said, like the, the information had been leaked. So in that specific case, it was more of like a trying to get ahead of the curve because they didn't want. But, I'm not trying to interrupt, but what curve? 
So they didn't want like something to get out that wasn't controlled by them. So by doing it this way, they can say, hey, look, this is a thing we're working on. Here it is. Instead of some random image floating out there that they can't control the narrative on. I would just say. When they announced Metroid Prime 4, I was like, I don't give a shit. All you've done is tell me that there's a game on the way. Right. Give me more information. But I mean, I, I wouldn't, as a game developer, if there's some random image that came out and was like, oh, the game might go this way, I'd have been like, I guess you'll never know until it comes out. You guys shouldn't have freaking stole that image or taken that image, or maybe one of my staff shouldn't have done this because that's not the way the game's going to go. I actually think that's better viral marketing, honestly. Yeah. They're like, oh, that, 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 that gets you so many more rumors. People are like, oh, I'm pretty sure this leaked. I think they're developing it. And, the, and if you confer, neither confirm nor deny that, you're like, I don't know. Maybe we should do something like yeah, that. Maybe we should do it. I don't it. know. Yeah. I mean, that right there could have probably sparked a lot more traction than just going, yeah, so here's a video, and then going, it's going to be released sometime. And then we're yeah, all kind of stuck. This can affect games like that. Look at what happened with Last of Us Part Two. The entire plot got leaked, and that, was game, that game definitely sold worse than it should have because of that. Yeah, but I mean, how did, how did the plot get leaked? Well, the plot got leaked actually by disgruntled workers. They were refusing to release the game, so they weren't getting their uh, like the bonuses that they were supposed to get from it. Uh-huh. So one of the workers released the entire script online so the people they, they would be forced to release the game sooner. Yeah, well, there you go. So it wasn't the fact that they. It, so we just you just met my point. The developer said this is the time that we're going to release this game, and then for whatever reason they decided not to release that game, and the actual developers got upset that the game didn't get released and that they didn't get their bonuses and that they didn't make money on the shit that they were told. Hey, if you crunch really hard on to get this money, now all of a sudden you're not going to get it. Yeah, I would I would do the same thing as that that fucking developer. I'd be like, fuck you, I'm going to release the whole plot to this motherfucker just to fucking spite you. Because at that I'm point, I'm not going to get just, my bonus. You're not going to get yours. You're not getting yours. Yeah. Why am Why am Why are you going to make money off of something that you told me I was going to make money off of? Fuck you. Like, how would just release it? So that I'm, I support that. But that's a disgruntled employee inside the actual production company going, "Hey, like you fucked me over, and I don't respect a company like that." Because why are you not taking care of your people? Why are you not holding yourself to an accountable standard when you told your own company, your own workers, to do exactly that? Like, shit, like, I mean, I'm a boss. I tell my workers, hey, get this done for me as quickly as you can, but as safely as you can. If they can't do it, I go out and do it. I get it done. And I show them that it's possible. And the same thing with the developer. Like, they got the work done. They showed the company that it was done. And the company said, well, you know, we're not going to release it. And the developer was like, I'll release it. I'll show you how it's done. And that's how it works. The reason they didn't want to release it is because of the pandemic itself. Most stores were still in lockdown. Uh, we wouldn't have been able to sell it. Like, it would not have been able to sell on the original release date. Most game stores were shut down at the time. Um, but that would have made it so much more viable. If they just they did, said, it's released, but you have to wait for stores to open up or only release it to specific stores that were open... Oh my god, they would have made so much money. Because people probably would have gone out and bought it just to fucking buy the game. Just because it was released. Yeah, but that... that it's also a thing. Don't encourage people to go out in the middle of a pandemic. And oh, that, I wouldn't encourage people. I would just say but, it's released. Yeah, but that... <laughs> guess, what, guess what? You can buy a digital. Yeah. You can buy a digital. 
but as a consumer and a like business runner, like there are stipulations that you have to understand. I don't go to a store and expect 100%, you know, grade A service for a fucking $20 steak. Like give me a $100 steak and I'll expect you to, you know, suck on my toes a little bit. But yeah, but when it comes down to a $20 steak, if I can, you know, Texas Roadhouse or some shit like that, I'm not going to go out of my way to go, hey. Have you seen Texas Roadhouse prices lately? They are not $20 steaks. Oh, I doubt it. I'm pretty sure Everyone's more prices have gone up. Well, yeah, because well, of the place gone up but, by about 250%. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, in, in reality, I mean, when we're talking I, about I just know, a I steak know. at Texas Roadhouse before everybody stopped going out, um, you know, you're talking $20 steak, and I'm not looking at the server asking them for the number, you know, fucking 10000 servers that they've given today to be perfect i'm just going yeah hey like bring me a, a iced tea if you can please and then they bring it over and i say thank you i'll clean up my own goddamn mess too after i'm done eating stack all the plates and make it nice and even because actually why? i'll say something that works in the real service industry don't stack the fucking plates <laughs> why is that because i have a way to stack it that it will make it easier for me to get it back to the kitchen if you stack it you fuck up my balance how do you normally stack it well, there's lots of different ways to do it. But <laughs> it depends on it depends on what plates they are. It depends on what uh, utensils you have with you. It depends on everything like that. If we're talking that, like honestly, if it's just a flat plate and maybe I have a bowl or two, it's plate, plate, bowl, bowl. You well, know? That, well, the problem is you stack it right then. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Most people when they help, actually. Yeah, they do like plate, worse. bowl, plate, and then and like, try and figure two something spoons else. in there. Yeah. Like, okay. No. No. I'll, 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 I'll put the spoon. I'll put all the stuff on side. Say again. Wouldn't you, with stacking that, wouldn't you just want to go from the largest thing to the smallest thing? Isn't that like what everyone Not does? Not necessarily. Not always. You kind of want to do a balancing act with everything. So if you like, you have cups or something, you're probably not going to put them on the plates. If you have shot glasses, you could probably put them on the plates. You Actually, know, easy. Definitely don't but you don't do that just for the simple fact that you don't want to drop those shot glasses. Yeah. But anybody coming up to clean that shouldn't pick that up. <laughs> I will say, we've tangent it pretty hard. Um, that was just for us to go off on a different tangent to kind of wrap everything up. But no, from the from the standpoint of the gaming development stuff, the Santa Monica going after uh, everybody and telling them, "Hey, look, like we're delaying the game," and they didn't have to give a reason. I respect that, and I'm not upset about it. And then when the actor had to come out and do that because people were getting death threats, I think that's unacceptable. And I'm I'm it's sad that he had to come out and say his own health history for people to go, Oh, and then, you know, teach people a lesson at the same time, a gaming production facility or company needs to have expectations on what they're going to do for the consumers, as well as what they're going to do for themselves and their own company and take care of their people. And that's, that's basically my biggest point. What does everybody else got? Uh, I would say, specifically with defending KOTOR, it is pretty much probably just got announced because of the leak. It doesn't matter what the reason was for the leak. They wanted to control the narrative after how bad some leaks have been for publicity for games. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's check this out. Tom, you're up first. Does... Let me check it out. I assumed his God of War article was his hate check this out. No, no. No, that was a separate thing he wanted to talk about. My question he, is... He has a ridiculous hey, check this out. Oh, cool. Oh, yes. I, 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 does, have, I, have, I have questions. Does Shaggy, I don't have answers. Does Shaggy from Scooby-Doo have sex with Scooby? That's my hey, check this out. So there's a video uh, that I found on YouTube, and it's basically from... Uh, it's, it's actually on WB Kids. It's from an episode. <laughs> and it's from an episode of Scooby-Doo. 
and I guess they're out doing something, and basically uh, you can hear Shaggy like rustling in some bushes, and Scooby's like, oh, I gotta go help him. So he goes jumping through the bushes, and you see him like skidding across the ground, but you see uh, Velma and Shaggy making out, and then Scooby sees it, and then you hear them kind of like straighten themselves and kind of like get off of each other, and then they kind of get up and shaggy walks up to scooby he's like hey pal whatever blah 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 and and basically scooby asks are, are you, you cheating, cheating on me? me you know i think the saddest part is is that i i've seen that episode because of it from the uh one of the more recent scooby-doo shows uh mystery incorporated yes yeah, yeah it, it gets real weird <laughs> with, with throughout the show so uh, <laughs> so the question that zach came up with the same question i came up with is is Shaggy fucking Scooby? Is that is that what that means? <laughs> like, you can't See, cheat on somebody unless you're I in said, a romantic relationship with them. And I said maybe it's just a best friend thing. Get? Do you make out with your best friend? I hope not. <laughs> unless I'm your best friend. The show very much does try to play it as the best friend thing, but they don't do a great job and comes off very strange. Here's yeah, the thing. Because I, I think... mean, they're making out at first, so well, it's they... not a best friend thing. Does, does Scooby make out with Shaggy? <laughs> Maybe they don't fuck. I don't care if they don't fuck. I think, That's fine. I think you guys just Are they don't, making out? don't get it because you're guys, but like girls, like if our best friend gets a different best friend, like we get real jealous. We're yeah, like, but again. Who's this bitch? I don't Are get you making out. I don't get jealous. You don't know that. I don't get <laughs> jealous. Of what I don't get jealous of one of my boys getting laid, <laughs> unless unless because Saturdays are for the boys though. No, that's not true. I'm not one of those people. Uh, but but it, but it's like I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get your if my best friend started dating a girl and he or not even dating her, just making out with her on the couch, and I walk in and I don't go, Are you cheating on me? <laughs> You're cheating on me right now. You're with another person. I mean, as a joke, I might do that. Yeah, I, that actually, I was about to say, <laughs> if you don't do that the next time we go visit your boy, uh, I'm going to be real sad. Uh, not, oh, it's definitely happening now because it is going to be a funny joke. But I would never be serious about it. I guess this already is another point I'm making there. Are you cheating on me? Only we used to make out like that. I can't believe you're doing that with her. <laughs> oh, that's totally going to happen. And his wife is going to laugh her ass off. <laughs> It's going to be real funny. Uh, no, but I, I truly do think that Shaggy's fucking Scooby. And he's an might. animal rapist. Hey, no, that seems consensual. Scooby is really <laughs> yeah, upset yeah, yeah, that he's exactly cheating on him. Yeah. That's definitely consensual. There's in no the, animal rape. That's in, just bestiality. In the eyes of the law, that's animal rape. <laughs> no, it's just bestiality. It's different. Animals can't consent. Scooby uh, can Scooby, talk. <laughs> Scooby can talk. Scooby can talk. Scooby is trained. You don't know if he's trained to say that or if he's actually like a free will and free body Ooh, Scooby, mind. Scooby doesn't Are seem we that trained. Some Stockholm syndrome <laughs> shit, then? It might be. I mean, he is a dog. Where are my Scooby snacks? Ooh. Zach, you're up. Uh, oh, I'm up. Uh, okay, <laughs> mine is. Follow that up. <laughs> not nearly as good in some respects. Better in others. Um, my, I, I wish I knew the little old lady's name, but it's a video of a little old lady. And this little lady's got a fucking knife. And this knife has a CO2 cartridge inside of it. Uh, so this little old lady is stabbing shit and blowing it up. And it's kind of fantastic. Oh, just for fun? Oh, yeah. Just, oh, okay, yeah. just stupid shit. Like, I guess her grandson or something like Maybe that. Like, he's, he's like, hey. Uh, get on my YouTube channel, Grandma. And she's like, why, Billy? And he's like, 
I go, you know, here's this knife. Stab shit with it. And you push this button. She goes, okay. And it blows up like a watermelon. It blows up a gallon of milk. Oh, it's just, it's stupid shit. But she is having the time of her fucking life. <laughs> and it's amazing. I'll have to watch it. Um, links will be in the show notes. Um, mine is, since it's Spooky-tober. Spooky-tober? Spooky-tober. It's October. So Spooky season. I'll it is either one of those. the 20th season of the Haunted Mansion um, makeover at Disneyland. So every year they redo it in Disneyland as the Nightmare Before Christmas. And um, they always do like a gingerbread house in the ballroom scene. And so in honor of the 20th season of doing this, they took like bits and pieces from every Haunted Mansion and our um, gingerbread house and like smushed them in there. So it's a really cool video just kind of showing you the behind the scenes of them making that. And it's just really cool. And uh, I love spooky season. Peter, what do you got, Peter? Uh, mine was significantly less thought out. There was recently a released uh, Firefly comic from Boom Studios. Uh, they're a great publisher. I enjoy most comics from them. So y'all should check that out. You said most comics. Was this one of them? Uh, I have not actually read this one. I'm just excited for it. (laughs) Monsters. How dare you. That or the Charlie Day, like, always sunny speech, but with Luigi over it. (laughs) That was great. That That was great. (laughs) And at the time, I hadn't seen the Nintendo Direct, and I was very confused. (laughs) That's even better. Uh, all right, so if you're following along with us in Clouder Club, next week will be Star Wars Visions, episodes one through three. Um, I've watched these. You've already watched, watched them? I've watched them. I've watched them yet. I know, i watched them. She hasn't let me watch them yet. I'm oh. so fucking pissed. Ouch, yeah. I've well, watched, watched them. them all like four times now. Yeah, Fuck you. Right? They're so good. <laughs> they are actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm yeah. upset. I want to see these. I never said you couldn't watch them. Yes, you did. 100%. Yeah. You're like, watch them with around. me. <laughs> you literally said that. What I said. Anyway, so <laughs> that'll be next week. Sucks to be you, Zach. <laughs> so until next time, it sucks <laughs> to be me. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.